My prickly pals, and welcome back to Sunset City, the Sonic podcast for the modern and classic age. Today, we've got our usual hosts. There is to the left of me, Nick. Good morning, Vietnam. And then we have, um, yeah, this controversial thing over here, Suris. Oh, hi, you again. And we have Wayne, who is also noteworthy for his own reasons. Uh, hmm. I'm tired. Wow. <laughs> that was the most backhanded introduction. <laughs> and today we also have special guest Stuart Gipp. Uh, would you care to introduce yourself, Stuart? Hello, yeah. It is actually Gipp, but it's fine. Okay, it's spelled Gipp. No, you know, if I'm going to have a name that's stupid, then I expect it to be pronounced incorrectly. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> so, oh, no, um... Nick, use mine. Oh, no. Go on. <laughs> For those who don't know um, Stuart, he's been a little bit controversial in the Sonic community. <laughs> as far as Sonic controversial goes, don't worry, he hasn't said anything racist or anything, <clears throat> Nick. Um, but, oh my god, um, no! <laughs> I remember that episode. Nick was present for the whole thing. Those, oh god, god. Those are some awful things you oh. said, man. That was the casualest of racism. Let's focus on our guests. Because first yeah. off, how dare you? I didn't know I'd be on this with a racist. <laughs> Me neither! <laughs> so, um, yeah, basically, uh, for those that don't know, uh, about a week or so ago, a little more than that, Nintendo Life released an article called, like, what was it, 30 Years Many Faces of Mario or something. <laughs> yeah. It was that. And, um, and it got some Sonic fans a little upset. So we've got the author of said article on today to share his kind of perspectives and just discuss that article with us and everything. Now, I, I, I must really stress, guys, on your best behavior in the chat, okay? Be respectful. Whether you like his article or not, he's a human being. And from what I know, he's actually a decent dude. So, like, I know, surprise, right? But um, what do you think? Yeah, no. for now, until he emerges that's, as that's like a That's the illusion I've managed to craft. Oh no, you like different video games than me. How can I trust you? I'll, I'll, I like actually, we, I think we actually like sync up a little bit more on our opinions <laughs> of these games. What else here? Yeah. Uh, anyway, right, that's that's me done. See you later, everybody. <laughs> God damn! Must, do we yo, have an eighth like meeting now? Me. Well, I think it's kind of important. I was actually talking uh, with Geek Critique. Uh, and I didn't, I'll be honest, Stuart, I didn't know this until he actually mentioned this, but like a lot of the retweets and everything I saw, like critiquing your article, uh, we're talking like you were somebody who didn't really understand the, the Sonic games at all. When, uh, when I retweeted it, like, I got the sense, like, no, I remember, I remember this, like, I, I remember feeling this way towards these games. I mean, we were talking about like one par paragraph everyone focused on, but, like, this sounds familiar to me. And then Geek Critique pointed out, like, this dude's been chatting about Sonic for, for a long time. And I was like, and I realized, like, I'm doing a little bit of digging, like, oh, wow, yeah, he's been doing it longer than any of us. Did you want to talk a little bit, like, kind of, like, your personal well, history with the, the franchise a bit? Uh, well, yeah, I can do. I mean, I think the first game I ever played was, um, it was either Alex Kidd in Miracle World or Sonic 1 8-bit mm -hmm. on the Master System, and that was probably when I was, like, I don't know, like four or five, because I remember vividly running into the first like Moto bug and just dying and just bursting into tears because I didn't know what was happening. Um, 
Uh, yeah, no, no, that wasn't when I was four. It was like two weeks ago. Sorry, no, that's bollocks. <laughs> um, the uh, it's difficult because basically I just always liked the games because how could you not like those Mega Drive games? Like really, yeah. um, they were sweet. And when they were, I mean, obviously when uh, Sonic first came out, it was sort of brand new to me. It's something that sort of occurred to me about the fandom based on this whole uh, this whole thing that's happened was. I hadn't actually accounted for the fact that, and this sounds so ignorant now, there are people who were obviously coming at it from a completely different angle to me because there are people who were based, who were born when Sonic was already established as a, a thing, like forever. Does that does that make sense? Yeah. Because no, for me, yeah. it was, it came from, for yeah, me right. it kind of came from nothing, and was basically just something I was into. And you know, even through the kind of what I would personally class as the more patchy uh, periods. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't really... I, I never sort of stopped liking the character because we had over here, we had uh, we had Sonic the Comic running. Uh, so even when the games weren't great, you still had this awesome comic to read. You had the cartoon shows running almost all the time on reruns. Um, and, you know, I was always going back and playing the old Mega Drive games anyway because they, they're pretty much timeless. Um, yeah. But Absolutely. then I, when I found out about sort of Sonic fandom, that was probably when I was like, I don't know, 14, 15, because I wasn't really online before then. Um, that was like going, dumb things like, uh, I say dumb things, I've just, I realize I've just categorized a major part of the fandom as dumb things, but things <laughs> like, you know, role playing and like uh, just general Sonic forums, like I'm going to shout some out that I can think of. I guess really prototype sort of Sonic Stadium and uh, Sonic the Comic Online was the main one. There was like the Moogle Cavern that was a long time ago. Oh yeah, oh my god, I haven't heard was... that name in a while. Yeah, I think the last uh, time I exactly. Heard that game was watching a Geek Critique episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, it, it was something that just always seemed like a kind of fun uh, and kind of pleasant fandom. And you know, you've got your people who are maybe more enthusiastic than others, uh, and I use that very uh, trying to be graceful when I say that. But I never really experienced any real sort of toxicity, and to be honest, I still haven't. Even in the wake of this whole thing, no one has actually sort of come after me, which I kind, of, which which to me is like a showcase of what Sonic fans are like. Which is, you know, it, one of the things that frustrated me about the reaction was uh, seriously. I'm rambling. Interrupt me. Yeah, one of the things that frustrated me about the reaction is I've spent like years going on about how Sonic fans get a bad rap, in my opinion. Yeah. Because they're... It's, it's sort of like the, the idea of pointing at someone and going, ha-ha, you're really passionate about this thing that you like. Like, what? <laughs> like, what are we talking... Oh, I mean, yeah. if we're talking about, like, set and fire stuff, then yeah, but we're talking about, you know, video games here. And you've got this whole insanely creative kind of community that's just getting, like, ah, you're autistic, you know, you're... Uh, pedophile whatever there's a lot of it about there's a lot of even in even in even in joking like there's a uh there's a a content creator who was doing a 24-hour charity stream and we're friends but i i hopped on to his uh stream and we talked for about an hour because it was a whole thing where like he would have a guest on for an hour and then the guest would leave and then another guest would come on for an hour and then they would leave when i hopped on for my hour at the end like it i know he said it jokingly but he ended up apologizing and dms to me about it afterwards he was like so i realized i just like apologized to my audience that you were a sonic fan i realized that could have been kind of rude i'm like it's fine (laughs) (laughs) but just like 
there there is that there is that stigma with the Sonic community that like even though at the heart of it there's a lot of people who are just very passionate about the thing that they like and with Sonic it's such a huge franchise in scope especially regionally because every region had its own iteration of Sonic and everybody has their own version of Sonic they claim as theirs whether it be generational whether it be geographical um there's so many versions of the characters to either love or hate you get people who are very very passionate and it's really easy from the outside in to to point a finger at that and go haha look cringe when i mean the reality is you just have a whole bunch of people enjoying or being passionate about a thing i mean i, m- I remember a, f- a couple of years ago i don't know if this is still going but like I don't know how it started, but there was this kind of running gag about like pregnant Sonic. I kept seeing. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> and I got, it got me thinking, like, <laughs> it's like the only ever time I see art like this is when someone's taking the piss out of it. I'd never see it otherwise because you'd have to physically go looking for it. I think. Yep. Yeah. When I hear about people like, like Chris Chan and stuff like that, I, I just kind of get like the only reason this is coming up is because you're digging it up. It's not something that I feel is a exclusive to this kind of fandom you know yeah like if you bring um, up if you bring up something like the whole uh there, there's a there's another thing uh, like tangential to the pregnant sonic thing where it's like shadow yeah. the hedgehog and shrek having children is like a really the, it's a weird thing that like if you know about it you can find it really easy but if you don't know yeah. about it you don't associate that with sonic at all you're just like wait that's a thing I mean, also, yeah. if we're talking, like, perspectives and stuff, like, in, in the brief time that I've done this YouTube stuff, I've dealt with multiple different fan bases and stuff, and the Sonic fan base is, like, it's legitimately taken the lead as the best one that I've had to deal with, because Sonic fans haven't called the police on me like Doctor Who fans have, and oh, Sonic what? fans Wait, what? haven't tried to get the K-pop community it- to cancel me like Spider-Man fans have. Like, Sonic fans are pretty yeah. chill in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Yes, I, like I, said before, I think right? it was there for the Spider-Man thing. Sonic fans are yeah, very you, chill you compared to the political commentary community. I mean, what, what happened with? Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen your uh, uh, on Twitter <laughs> lately. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to bring that up here, but that's a. Uh, okay. It's but if we're talking about people who know how to throw vitriol, I mean, the cuck. They don't know how to do it. They don't know how to do it. They just do it. They're not. They're not good at throwing vitriol. They're just loud. You have to. You have to throw it. In, you have to throw it with finesse. There's like a, you have an angle to yeah. your arm. It's got an arc, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to yep. put your back into it. <laughs> so shall we? Um, shall we kind of discuss like the article in itself and like the different perspectives on it? Kind of like because I'm noticing like there's kind of a common thread here is that people that grew up with the classic era in the chat even and including Nick don't seem to take any issue with well or don't take as much issue with the article as say people that are more into the modern era I guess Mm, Um, and I guess that makes sense because I mean every writer has an opinion every writer has an agenda um but like let's um shall, shall we take a look through the article and just kind of maybe discuss you know what the different perspectives are can do yeah all right sure I'm okay um, with that so um okay so uh what was kind of your thought process when approaching the article Stuart? like what was well, I, pe- of- I, pe- <clears throat> I thought i should probably make it clear now not that i'm covering my back or anything but this is me like my opinions not nintendo life's opinions because this is i pitched this and i i it's my words so i'm owning sure. it you know Sure. Um, well, yeah, I don't. No, I... Shit. no, no, not anything I say about like any editorial is not. I have no problem with any of it, basically. Um, but 
basically I just sort of pitched it because I was like, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I've managed to get a cough at the least convenient imaginable time. <laughs> um, Always happens. I did an article about Donkey Kong called The Many Faces of Donkey Kong a couple of months ago. And I thought, hello, I could possibly spin this out into like a series because, uh, you know, more work, more money, basically. <laughs> and I thought, what do I, what do I, what is something that has some kind of modern relevance uh, that I know things about that I could write about? And, you know, Sonic came to mind because Sonic Colors Ultimate, you know, Sonic 30th anniversary, uh, that's pretty relevant. Uh, he's old as shit now. So there we <laughs> go. Um, so I guess basically, given this kind of remit of like roughly a thousand words, I think I made it about one thousand two hundred in the end. I'm like, how do I cram this whole series into this uh, into this this few words? It feels like you're trying to because... do a capstone project for school or something. <laughs> but like, as a result of that, as as will become apparent, some of the uh, some of the critique, such as it is. I mean, I'll acknowledge it could be more nuanced, but I, that doesn't mean that it was ever going to be in this form, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, you got a lot of limitations on you. Because, kind of yeah, right? there were some statements that were made that uh, by me that in my head, I'm thinking, based on my perspective, this is, everyone thinks this. This is not controversial. Everyone thinks this about Sonic Heroes, because I remember being around <laughs> when that game came out and everyone just going, this is fuck, this is horrible. What's happened? Yeah. Uh, and now I realize that people had that when they were kids uh, and they loved it. <laughs> and, that's the thing that's kind of happened. It's kind of like yeah. I have kind of called a lot of like uh, gaming journalist pieces kind of a little dated in the grand scheme yeah. of things. Is I remember when I first got into kind of the Sonic fandom, it was 2008 and I just bought Sonic Unleashed. Um, like, my my first foray with Sonic was the classics. When I was younger, I played those. But like as I kind of grew up, as I kind of became a teenager, I guess, I got Sonic Unleashed. And I was like, this is the best fucking game I've ever played. I can't wait to see what other people think. I got online, <laughs> got into the Sonic community, and was like, oh, people don't like the 3D Sonic? What the hell is the problem here? I think the 3D Sonic's better, if you ask me. And... I think the thing is, like, the people of the generation that grew up with games like Sonic Heroes have now grown up, gone online, and they're now, like, seeing uh, gaming journalism pieces, and they're a bit frustrated because they're like, they don't feel like any piece of actual broader gaming journalism actually represents the Sonic fan base as it is today, or, like, the current players. And mm. to be honest, I don't think people should seek validation from reviews but i do get where they're coming from when it comes to the flippant dismissal of the 3d sonic sometimes is mm. the way i view it the classic sonic games are a perfectly enjoyable experience but nothing special if you're not looking for the nuances now i think they are something special personally i think they're fantastic games because i appreciate the nuances that make it great the carefully crafted momentum-based platforming the the level design that complements it well after sonic one anyway um and I think what happens is the 3D games have a lot of those nuances to look out for as well. But a lot of the professionals don't really appreciate that in the grand scheme of things because when they played them, it's like, this is shit, throw it away. <laughs> you know? yeah. I think the more you grow up with something, the more you appreciate the intricacies of it. And yeah. I'm not necessarily going to go too far into depth about the intricacies of Sonic Heroes, because if you ask me, I don't care much for that game either. Cirrus is yeah, the one pop. that had to convince me for that one. Um, <laughs> I had to drag him like, onto have... a stream, was like, we're going to long play it. 
<laughs> no, because I used to be like, this is shit. But then to be fair, when I was discussing it with Sirius, I did learn to appreciate those kind of nuances that people that grew up with that game appreciate mm. and stuff. So I think the problem was, obviously, your article was within a word limit, within certain constraints. Um, yeah. I think people basically just didn't take kindly to, it's a skid mark, no matter how funny that is. Like, it doesn't kind of explain it or, like, identify yeah. any of the nuances that might have worked with people. And kind yeah. of I, 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 I didn't, thought of. Sorry, I didn't have space. My, my, my sort of more nuanced Sonic Heroes opinion, which I didn't really want to put in there because I didn't really have the space for it, and I wanted to dedicate that time to explaining why I actually like Sonic Adventure, despite saying it's falling to pieces. Um, I mean, Sonic Heroes, I went back to it re really, really after this article because I was like, what if I've been rude to Sonic Heroes and I like it now? Because I always try and check things out again if I don't like them, like especially in a series that I really like. And, you know, it's the same as it ever was. I think it's re I think Sonic Heroes is really fun for, like, two zones. Uh, Seaside Hill, the second version of Seaside Hill, Ocean Palace or something. Yeah, yeah. And then the two power plant stages I enjoy. I think they're just fun. Like, I can't really, you know, fault them. And then I get to, like, Casino Street or whatever it's called. And yeah. it makes you do pinball with the most piss-awful physics I've ever I seen agree. in my life. I entirely agree. <laughs> and this, like, was actually, and then... this was actually the disagreement that me and Pup had as well, because I was like... Mm. The bingo like, stage is horrible. I don't care what you say. Like a lower route should not take that long to get through, even if there, it's there's a, a bit. Route. There's a bit. There's a bit towards the end of Bingo Highway where you're rolling down a track that's curving to to the left, and it's got death pits in it, mm. and the the controls seem to completely escape me. It's like you press hard right as far as you can, and you still go left. <laughs> See, my, yeah, see, I didn't have that issue, and it's it's weird. I even did this like live with Pup, and yeah. I was like, I don't. Yeah. I don't understand I, what's going on. I, I don't, I don't understand, Sirius, because that was that some of the shittiest control in any video <laughs> yeah, game I've like, ever played. It, I, I would say, like, Sonic no. Heroes, like, the nuance that makes it good is the level design, the party atmosphere. It, it feels like a, you know, a little party on your TV. There's lots of colors, the music's jumping and everything. The yeah. problem is, any good piece of level design that game has is ruined by Sonic's incredibly twitchy controls, which are even twitchier than the adventure games which came before it, which oh, has yeah. me as a fan asking, how the fuck did that happen? How, how did that happen? Oh, yeah, you know? it's, like the, it's like the ground is paved with Vaseline. <laughs> yeah. I, um, and, and that's like uh, like we're, we're talking about is, it, like, seriously, you've been playing that game for a pretty long time, I'm sure. <laughs> And uh, the more you get used to the control scheme and everything, like the easier time you're going to have controlling it and everything, because you just know how it works. Um, I never got used to Heroes, though, because Heroes controls are just not very good. Like... It's, it's one of those games mm. where, like, as a, as a kid, I couldn't stand Sonic Heroes. Because to me, it was... When I, when I, when I became a Sonic fan, um, as opposed to just, like, knowing about the franchise and playing it at other people's houses. A lot of that started with, like, Sonic Advance, uh, Sonic Adventure 2, the Sonic Mega Collection, letting me play a lot of the old games. And yeah. Heroes... Heroes felt, at the time, it felt like a betrayal of the older games because the level the levels were just way too long. Like, just obscenely long in several cases. Well, they are that, yes. Um, And then it felt like a betrayal of what I had played from the Adventure series because the story that I got was, like, almost sub-Saturday morning cartoon. Even when you get to the end with, like, the full Metal Sonic reveal, it doesn't get much better. So it felt like a betrayal of everything I cared about about the series. Mm. As, as a kid with my very limited ability to analyze anything critically. Um, Well, I think... Uh... Not to get off on too much of a tangent, I think the one thing that 
heroes didn't really get to do as much that the uh, Sonic Adventure games were able to, uh, I suppose, and even the 2D games back on the Genesis or Mega Drive, whichever you prefer, um, is that, uh, oddly enough, they took the time to slow down and let you feel a sense of, of um, scale for the places that you were in and how they all sort of, like, interconnected with each other. Whereas I feel like in Sonic Heroes, stuff felt a little more segmented and not like it really tied together all that much. And so I didn't really have so much of a sense of like what was at stake. This, this is the just flying kind of... section. This is the speed yeah. section. Well, what this, was yeah, at stake? I, I can't even remember like... what was at stake. They got a letter or something and they, and they were talking about <laughs> the time limit. It so was like, like we only have them... 12 hours left. Eggman sent them a letter to go have some cake. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, basically. It. I mean, so like the what's funny though is that, like it, it's one of those things where in in retrospect, the letter being sent out makes sense when by the time you realize that it's it's Metal Sonic doing it, it makes a little more sense because you go, oh, this is why there's like a layer of incompetence here. It's because it's not. It looks like a layer of incompetence because we're seeing what Eggman does not do, but it's it's not Eggman. It's somebody trying to be Eggman. And we we did see a little bit of that again, like way later in the uh, in the comics. But I thought I was doing the game apologizing. Jesus Christ, <laughs> but it's it makes it makes a little more sense for that particular thing. But at the end of the day, it does feel like a low stakes adventure, even though even though yeah, the game explains why things don't feel quite right. It's because literally the villain is not the villain that you're dealing with. It doesn't make the story better there's like one aspect of hero story that i like and that's the stuff that's explaining shadow a little bit more and the introduction of omega everything else i i really could just leave behind despite the game explaining it a little bit yeah, yeah. and it's... and even at the end of the day like i liked uh i like the the whole kind of perspective thing we were talking about where it's like people that grew up with uh let's kind of get back onto that point uh people who like grew up with um certain games just kind of feeling differently about them because they've they've come at this from a different angle uh, i work at a used game store uh I, I probably mentioned once or twice on the channel and we um we had this kid come in uh, this this mom came in with her two kids and the one little boy could not have been more than like six or seven and he was so goddamn excited about picking up some Sonic games. And you know which one he specifically asked for? Hmm. Sonic 06. Oh, I can boy. understand uh... why that... No, I can understand why that would excite a kid, though. Like, and and well, as a kid, that was my thing. Excited. My initial reaction was just kind of like, are you sure? And then when I saw him, the, his little face when he had that game in his hands and he gave me the biggest hug because I helped him get that game, I was just like, you know what? That kid's going to enjoy that. He's going to find things to love about it and I could not be happier for him. Well, like, I let mean, him have this. On the front cover, there is a pretty cool picture of Sonic. Let's, you know... <laughs> Not well, sure. that's the thing. I mean, he, he called it by name. He knew what he was what he was there for. Here's the thing I'll kind of say though is I think like when you're younger, you're willing to look past a lot of shit when it comes to video games and look at more of the positives. Because I'm going to say this: Sonic the Hedgehog One is a historic game. It's a great, well-designed game for the most part. But is it a fun game? The majority of it isn't. And, like, I think a lot of the kids that grew up with Sonic 1, like myself, will recognize it for how revolutionary it was. We'll recognize it for how good, like, the visuals and music were for the time, the really well-defined momentum-based gameplay and stuff. But when you actually go back and play it, 
it's not necessarily a whole lot of fun. And I think that Sonic 1 hasn't escaped the same stigma that games like Sonic Heroes and Sonic 06 have, simply based on the virtue that it was the first one and it is a piece of gaming history. But I would say, while the issues are very different and definitely less than a game like Sonic 06, there's a lot of issues that gamers are willing to look past when it comes to the first Sonic. Issues that really do hinder the fun. I'm the angriest I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would be kind of a hot take. But like the thing with like Sonic 06 is if you look past the the fucking Okay, I'm not gonna do 06, I'm gonna do heroes. The issue with heroes is if you look past <laughs> you just had to the, dodge that landmine, huh? The shitty controls and the shitty controls. <laughs> um, you've <laughs> got some chaotic. really You've got some well-designed platforming levels. You've got some, uh, you know, thrilling gameplay. With oh, Sonic yeah. 1, if you look past the fact that the level design doesn't complement the main gameplay at all, Oof. you've got a pretty revolutionary game. But, like, when, when you look at Sonic 1, like, there's only one good level in the entire game, and it's Green Hill Zone. Oh, man, you're spouting. Oh, boy. This oh, is how dear, people yeah. feel, Stuart. This... this is how people feel. All right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. I'm getting a taste of my own medicine Nick, right here. Nick, Nick's about Nick's about to go off. Let's. <laughs> All right. So if, if oh, it helps, I, if it helps, I think Sonic Two is quite bad. Really? What? What's, what's wrong with this? Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, well, okay. Let me rephrase that. I don't think it's bad. I think it's the worst one of the Mega Drive ones. And not really? even close. What yeah. would you, I, I what just don't just agree with it? anyone about anything. Man, I guess. Man, Nick, I don't know what's going on. Hold on. This is a hot. Happy to justify it. What, Happy what to justify makes it, that. What makes it worse than one then? In that case. Um. Okay. Uh, well, this is gonna this is gonna be less charitable than I actually feel because I don't really want to get super in de in depth. But sure, sure. I don't like the fact that it opens with uh, the the Green Hill Zone again, basically, but not as good. Um. More like. I don't like Hill. the. I don't like the game from about. Uh, what's the stage after a like after Casino Night again? I forget. Uh, Hilltop. Hilltop. Hilltop, yeah. yeah, Hilltop is just a recolored Emerald Hill Zone with lava, and I don't like it. Um, and then I don't like any of it up until you get to Wing Fortress, pretty much. Um, what, and by, by I don't like it. I mean, oh, it's interesting because I hate Wing Fortress. Fuck oh, it. What the fuck? Wing Fortress is cool. It's like got different sort of stakes, and it's like you're taking down, a, you're like breaking into and taking down this big flying. It's a good thing. piece of storytelling as yeah. far as the game. But I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. I'm not here, sort of folding my arms, going like, "Oh, you missed it. Cave Zone sucks," because that's just bullshit. <laughs> you know? I just, I just personally, I personally think it's a weak midsection compared to like one or three or three slash K. But oh, and I hate Sky Chase. It's the most boring thing in the world. I, mean, I hate. I really. I, I, I cannot enjoy that. It is. It is in Sonic Adventure though, One. Like, <laughs> However, great music, you know, great graphics. It's obviously still like a ten out of ten game. Don't get me wrong; it's just not my favorite. That's all. You're a fascinating creature, Stuart. My goodness, oh, my you. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It is kind of interesting because I don't think I've heard that perspective before. I never had. No, I mean, I every now and then you'll get someone that likes Sonic One over Sonic Two, but that's yeah, that's an uncommon. Um, Sonic One. Preference. Sonic One to me is like. I don't consider it just a nostalgia thing because I played all these games as a kid. You know, mm -hmm. I have a Sonic question. One though. to me feels like, oh God, it it, it 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 doesn't feel old like at all. It still looks really good, I think. But when was the um, last time you played it, though? Like, um, probably on the Switch when the Ages version came out. 
Fair enough. I mean, like I, cal- I-, I calculated this. Like, I think if I close my eyes and reach out, I can actually reach about three different ways to play Sonic One at any given time um, via various devices. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, that's pretty much it. Just... <laughs> But um, I don't know. There's something about Sonic One. The fact that you don't have to spin dash, meaning you have to actually really you have to earn that. Yeah, to, yeah. Well, it's the same way I feel about Sonic CD in a way, which is uh, I think Cirrus doesn't like Sonic CD, but I'm a really big fan of that game because mm. it it is about it is entirely about like exploiting momentum, like none of the other games are. But the difference with CD is you can't just really bomb through it and have a good time. If you're just bombing through it, it's really stupid. But if you're trying to get the good future, it's fun. I don't know. That's how. That's sort of how I feel about Sonic One in a way. It's no, I get you. I've, I've it, come to that defense. I get that. Yeah, it, it's fun. It's Sonic One feels like really grounded. I think, and then Sonic Two to me feels like, I don't know. It almost feels a bit like rushed. It's almost like a greatest hits of itself. I don't know if that makes any sense. It's <laughs> sort of the sense. same kind of archetypes as the first game, but not as memorable to me. Uh, but still, again, still ten out of ten. Don't don't get me wrong. Can I um, um can I just be one out of two people that calls you a <laughs> shithead? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, you've used you've used you've used one of them. You've used uh, one yeah, of them I've, now. I've used one of the two shithead yeah. passes. Wait, yeah. did I? Did I? Hold on. Now I have to think. Did I at any point in my video call you anything disparaging? Did I focus on the article? I, no, I watched now. your. I watched. I watched your video. Now I got to apologize to you personally because uh, when I found out about your video, I did a Twitter thread that was basically like, "Oh my god, there's a 46 minute video about my." Article. <laughs> I think I saw that. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and I, and I was making fun of some of the stuff that you said in it, but then I watched the whole thing and I was like, "No, actually, that was fair. That was quite reasonable. She didn't come after me, and you actually read the whole thing and came to the same sort of conclusion that I did." In the mm-hmm. end, ultimately. Did, so I apologize of... for being uh, slightly mocking. <laughs> I I hadn't even seen the Twitter thread and realized it was about me. <laughs> um, oh god! Well, don't go um, and look at it now. <laughs> well, now, now, see, now I have to. Now I've got to. Mm. I, no, but but I have the context now. Um, what's funny that is there's so actually funny. another there's another content creator I've done a a video about. I'm not going to say names. This is the play for it. But there's a a video that was done about a topic that I, I know a little bit about. And they came out like very, very on the other side of the opinion that I had on it. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just talk about this. Uh, mm. And it was the exact same thing. Like, oh my God, this person made a 44 minute video about me. I'm like, well, first of all, you've got like 2 million subs. So if somebody makes a 44 minute about video about you, you're fine. You'll be all right. Mm. Two, I do things in live stream format. Of course it's long. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, it's, uh, not so much, it's not so much that the format, it's just the fact that it's never happened to me before. And I was kind of like, am I, is this me making it? Am I making it right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Stuart, I gotta admit, man, like I, uh, I, w- I was gonna, I was gonna go off and I thought I was gonna be like, like the older fans kind of explain their opinion versus the younger fans or this and that and the other. Mm. It was like, yeah, Sonic Heroes has problems, and then it turned into yeah, fuck Sonic Two. I'm like, hold on, wait, hold on, what just happened? I, it completely I, threw me off. Basically, like, this basically is amazing. What it, no, but what it boils What's down to on? is all Sonic games have problems, even the ones that are considered to be universally loved. All of them have issues, and all of them oh, yeah. have highlights, and that's kind Sonic, of Sonic Three and Knuckles has a problem, which is that it ends. Yep. Sonic Three and Knuckles. Uh, oh yeah, and Knuckles. I mean, I would still say that Sonic 3 and Knuckles, there is one problem in it. Is that gonna... the, second, the, the second half is not as good as the first half. 
Well, no, that's no, just flat out wrong. But um, Mushroom Hill constantly amazing. Mushroom Hill constantly stops your momentum, so you can do these little hang glidey thingies. I've literally got... got a career because I talked as highly as I did about Mushroom Hill specifically. I'm yeah, sorry, I just yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's good from the perspective of there's a little underground area with the emeralds but that's not all mushroom hill man I'm daddy and the, the dog level. are fighting i don't understand no, no. <laughs> can we call papa shithead you can call I me with you every week you can actually you you can you can call me the c word because this isn't monetized because youtube is taken forever with the ads i'm not gonna use that word oh you clown yeah okay. there you go so you go. Um, a little more seriously and i and i, I know this is just like old perspective and it could be my own nostalgia here mm. um i guess why i just kind of every now and then like i get frustrated with uh oh let's put them all under the same branch because everything's got flaws let's all get together well it's fine everything's fine i guess my problem is like just coming from the perspective of like what else the game industry was doing at the time um, and judging it on those merits because it is still pretty amazing to me how well the old games hold up as as decently as they do um because like when we get to the we get to heroes that's a lot of people's first games because that's the very first sonic title that went full-on multi-platform um but compared to everything else that was happening at the time i i was not happy with it as a, a gaming fan or as a sonic fan because even if i grew up with sonic one i i loved adventure um, I didn't like Adventure 2 as much, but I certainly came around to it, especially oh, thought, the... Uh, I I, that at some point. Sorry, go on. You're fine. Yeah, I, I have... Yeah, I was, I was going to fucking use that as a bouncing pad as well. Uh, one thing I will say, though, Nick, to be fair, is there was a, probably a lot of kids that were happy as Larry with those games. When That's fine, played. but I'm, I'm getting to that point, though. Yeah. I, I At this age, I can tell you that some of the Jurassic Park games that I adored to death were kind of garbage, and the Ninja Turtle, Ninja Turtles one, which I I've wasted so much of my little life in that game, <laughs> it's kind of shit. And like I was explaining with like the angry video game nerd, I guess what was kind of satisfying about that one little paragraph that uh, stirred up so much controversy among a lot of Sonic Twitter mm. is I gotta admit, like talking with everybody as much as I did, and the whole point of my channel has definitely helped me provide a different perspective. And with hindsight, it is a lot of fun to go back to this stuff now and really kind of appreciate what these games are doing on their own terms. But yeah. in a more bitter sense, just as this Sonic fan who has felt betrayed, like like a lot of people do nowadays with Sonic Forces, it was just kind of satisfying seeing somebody just saying, no, actually, fuck this. Like, <laughs> we, we could do better. They should have been better. Fuck these games. And I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Oh, God. The thing fuck is, what I, it's like I said at the beginning, I wasn't considering. I was considering it from only my perspective, which yeah. is what I have to do, you know? But at the same time, it never even crossed my mind. Like, because I've been immersed in it for so long. Yeah. Th and I, when, people, when, people, when I said that Riders is Sonic Riders is wretched, like, that's <laughs> the exact word that I used. And to me, that was nothing more than the most factually accurate inarguable possible <laughs> statement any human being could even remotely conceivably make and everyone on the internet got mad because i said that and i'm like 
but it's Sonic Riders. Like, I, I, what's I, happening I, to yeah. my brain? I still I haven't forgiven that game. I lost the rubber cap on my analog stick because of that <laughs> stupid fucking game, and that sore in the palm of my hand did not go away for weeks. I think what's interesting about like heroes and writers specifically is like it demands so much like the learning curve is so high like you you kind of have to get good at the game to actually appreciate it. And I imagine that's why there's like so much like the I see nothing but nice things said about Sonic writers nowadays. And it is because people have had their time with the game now. Sure. Yeah. yeah, They've had their learning curve and having these younger fans like it's like it's it's so. It, it's taken me a while, but like the first time I saw anybody talking decently about Sonic 06 is like, I'm going to, you're getting a spanking, young man. Are you out of your mind? This is I not like okay to do. <laughs> um, sorry, Paco. Yeah, no, sorry. I was actually, I had a question for you um, oh, just yeah. regarding kind of the overall scope of like what a gaming journalist job is. Oh, um, yeah. And I was asking, is there ever any kind of mandate to try and represent like the most broad or objective viewpoint possible or are you basically just free to write your own thoughts out and just be as subjective as you like um i mean it depends on the outlaw i suppose but i've never had any major sort of influence the what the 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 only sort of um i think there's sometimes stuff is sometimes stuff can be edited if it feels like a the text doesn't match a score, for example, but that's just like maybe one like a score will change by one point, which is like, to- who cares, you know? Yeah, um, because that's this. Thing... I mean, specifically this Sonic thing. It, it was basically if I'd written it for Retronauts, where I basically can do whatever I want, you know, within reason. Don't tell Parrish I said that. Um, <laughs> I like you know, you know, I wrote an article on Retronauts about me marrying a copy of Sonic Three and Knuckles, um, <laughs> but. But like for Nintendo Life, I wouldn't do that because it is it is kind of a broader audience. So you I know the to... worst part about that marriage is that it would eventually end. Mm, it's true. <laughs> so the thing I've kind of been thinking about is like because a lot of Sonic fans have kind of questioned the relevancy of greater professional gaming journalism yeah. when basically everyone can jump on YouTube and give their own perspective. And I've kind of thought, like, I think a good place for gaming journal journalism to be in general would be to try to kind of be objective while also factoring in one's own perspectives and i didn't know if maybe gaming journalism uh kind of mandates that or if it's like because because that's the thing is a, a lot of times people will have a go at like the individual journalists themselves without uh questioning um the state of the overall industry as a whole so because yeah. kind of my thought, and it, this was kind of the bit that typified it. This was the bit where I got Sonic fan triggered, if you will. Um, was the bit where it said, like, Sonic Adventure 2 is boring, basically. And yes. it kind of didn't go further than that. And I was kind of thinking... I said, no, okay. I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to address this because Cyrus mentioned this, and I wanted to actually directly respond to that. Cause I, yeah, go on. Absolutely. That was a good point. You okay. said, because you brought, Cyrus, you brought up that I said it was homogenous. And then didn't explain how it was homogenous. And, and I was <laughs> like, what, wait, how is yeah. this one homogenous? No, so I was like, compared to everything, everything at the time. Said made sense. Everything like... you said made sense. Total sense. But what <laughs> I, what, I want to explain what I meant. Yeah. Is this going to be like what, when, Puff, can, is this gonna be like when freely, Puff explains contemporary? I freely oh, admit that I, that I could have been, I could have used a better word there. I think, like, basically, while there is variety in the gameplay in Sonic Adventure 2, I don't think the individual stages of each type of gameplay feel particularly distinctive like 
all of the Tails and Eggman levels to me feel the same. I don't enjoy them. And the Sonic stages, as cool as the spectacle is, mm. I don't think they stand out individually in the same way that the action stages do in Sonic Adventure, because I think of Sonic Adventure 1, I'm like, I can think of like every, I could probably list all the action stages right now. Sonic Adventure 2, I would be like, uh, City Escape, uh, then there's that really short one, Metal Harbor. Uh, then, I forget what the next one is. That's and it. Then, and gone. then there's Green Forest, and then after Green Forest, everything on board the Space Colony Arc. The oh, there's crazy, there's crazy gadget, the there's Final Wait, Rush. Yeah. Yeah, why so many of those stages have to be annoying? I'm sorry. I like the. Actual basically, stages that's what I meant better. by homogenous, and I could have probably used a better word. I should have just said it was shit and upset more people. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I, do, I do think there's a. I do think there's because you did use homogenous. That is a, a a that is the word that you came to. Um, mm -hmm. th this is not me like going. All right, it's time for me to give you the right perspective. No, I. <laughs> um, but there is a there is a thing that I know when I when I play the game, especially as somebody who knows just a, a most Sonic fans at this point know a little bit about the production of Sonic Sonic Adventure Two. Mm -hmm. And what I find is that even in the stages that I don't like, the stages I like the least in that game for the most part, uh, as far as like how they're designed, are the the shooting stages. But even then, every one of those shooting stages has like something that reminds me of it. Like when I when I play through the yeah. when I play through the Dark Story. I actually look forward to Cosmic Wall. Like, the design of Cosmic Wall, that's like, this is how all of the stages in this game should have been designed. We should have had this degree of freedom. We should have had this amount of things in the environment to interact with. There should have been this, like, open-ended atmosphere. And that's what Cosmic Wall gives. But then when I think of the other levels, I go, okay, well, in, uh, in Weapons Bed, that's the level to me that okay I can rack up I can rack up billions of points and I can just blow shit up and this is the level I get to do that in. Uh, so like um basically yeah. though like before we get into basically a breakdown of every single level in the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> when I kind of looked at it I kind of thought like okay so here's the thing Sonic Adventure 2 is the best game ever made but if I were trying to have a fairly midway opinion on it or trying to kind of go at this in a way that kind of represents kind of everyone. I guess I would probably say that Sonic Adventure 2 alienated some Sonic fans by constantly interrupting the speed-based gameplay with mech shooting and treasure hunting that many found monotonous. And that was kind of how I thought I would kind of put it. And I kind of thought, is this what uh, the article is kind of trying to say We're in not... that? It's saying it's kind of boring. Monotonous is a better word than homogenous. That's probably what I meant. Hey, here's Fair a enough. great idea. There we let's go. take the worst All right, well, well, let's from do Arena of Time and let's make it an entire ass knuckles stage. How about that? I'm coming for your fucking job. <laughs> I, um, I, um, you know, the thing that I didn't mention that Sonic Adventure 2 introduced that I dislike the most about the Sonic series now, now that I think about it. It's the, I think it's the first one where after each stage it says, You sucked. You did a really bad job. You know what's funny? Oh, like, ranking, the ranking system. system. When like, I was, a, I been, hate that so much. When I've been was, back and forth on that. Like, I I don't like it a lot of the time. After playing Sonic Colors, I appreciate it, just in the sense of like, if you're gonna be doing a lot of speed based kind of stuff, I think it kind of makes sense. Like, you're kind of melding in more arcade racing stuff. It's but, a lot more replay incentive as well. Yeah, like, I, I agree, but it doesn't really work super well with mech stages or. Or the exploration just, stages, in my opinion. I would just have not had it in the story mode and just keep it for trial mode or mission mode or whatever it's called. That's not a bad idea either. That's actually valid, yeah. 
I mean, it just can... made me think when I was playing something like Bayonetta, and after every fight, the game puts a piece like, "You're a piece of dog shit." Yeah, that stresses garbage. me out, man. It stresses you me out. You suck at this game, and you just <laughs> stop playing it. I'm gonna be honest. I so I think I might agree with that take, and the reason is when I so when I was a kid, there was a there was a friend of mine. We both loved Adventure too. But I remember when Unleashed came out, one of my favorite things about Unleashed was that the ra the ranks for the daytime stages were decently hard to get S's for, especially compared mm. to stuff later like Generations and Forces. So, yeah, Generations, you can sneeze on the controller and get an S rank. So, um, <laughs> so I remember him saying, like, I hate that so much that, yeah, that it has rankings. And I'm like, why? That's literally just free replayability. It takes five seconds for the programmer to do. And it gives your game that extra added layer of replayability. And he's like, yeah, but it makes me feel bad. And as a kid, my first thought was, I don't give a shit if you feel bad. Why do I care about that? Um, but, but as, as an adult looking get at good. it, <laughs> looking at it from a not get good scrub dark souls is every game in the world. Let's go play monster hunter together. Uh, perspective. Um, I guess not having the ranking in the story mode itself, specifically for one reason and that reason is that the level design is made two ways in Adventure 2. There's the way you play through the level the first time, and then the way th you play through the level once you've had power-ups. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. they're all designed that way. We're like, you play, th you play through City Escape in a completely different route once you have the bounce bracelet and the, uh, the light speed dash compared to the I first have... time through. I have to ask, um, just... I know this is completely off topic, but I swear I heard Pup say, "Not get good, but get goose." Did I hear that? Yeah, right? no, goose? no, you heard that wrong. Get goose, um, get goose, scrub. So let's let's move along to another. In <laughs> oh, we're not letting that go. No, 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 hang on, hang on. Never an option. If we're no, moving, no, hang on. on. Can let's... I quickly yeah. mention something because it's going to annoy me if I don't mention it. I've got the space go on, go to do so. Yeah, this is what something that frustrates me about ranking is to me. It represents like the opposite of what the old Sonic games were like, which is really freewheeling. And if you get hit, who gives a shit? Just grab a ring, it's fine. Just get to the end, you know, get the Chaos Emeralds, whatever. And in Sonic Adventure, it's in Sonic Adventure 2, it's just kind of like okay, yeah, you got to the end of the level, but you did a really shit job. You suck. Go like jump off a bridge. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good way of describing it though. Like that's kind of how I felt first time I played it was and I, I guess my best my my most modern um comparison i can give is like some of the assassin's creed games where it's like this big wide open world you have all these ways to take out your target but you're going to get the best points if you do it this specific way yeah. that the game wants you to do yeah, Which kind of is, <laughs> a lot of the time i kind of hear a lot of classic fans describing the classics as you can play them how you want you can do what you want you're free but i always remember sonic as the game series where you beat the game and then get told to try again by dr eggman smirking at you I've always yeah. kind of seen them as this very mm. sadistic, hey, fuck you, pal. You're going back to Labyrinth Zone kind of game. And, you know? and, 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 and I that, guess that is exactly what the first one is. Like, I, I guess I'd, I'd, argue, I'd argue that getting all the emeralds is easier than getting any A rank in any one level of any Sonic 3D game. It could be stuck. just from playing through them. <laughs> okay, you know what? That's over the top. Let's keep it with Avenger 2 at this point. That's really over I, I would say getting all yeah. the S ranks is is going to be more. Well, I guess it's A ranks. It's, in, it's just more yeah. to. It, it's just but, more to do for Adventure 2 as far because like there's a there's 180 emblems in that game and and a good chunk of them are tied to the A ranks. I'd I mean, say as far as like, like, the, like, well, you need to do it because you need to get that shitty prototype Green Hill, man. Like, yeah, because uh, you gotta I mean, get whatever, dude. That was it. so cool back then. I don't it even care. Awesome. It was the it, coolest man. thing I've ever seen. It was so cool. I, I, I mean, 
like I would say if, if I get like a D rank, I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna let it get to me. I'm just gonna creep. My my <laughs> thing is just that like because <laughs> uh because I I I I like I I tolerate Sonic Adventure 2. I don't like it nearly as much as SA1. But um but my uh it's like City Escape is a is a phenomenal like opening stage, and you want that to uh to stick with the player. I, but I then always... like it kind of sucks when you have this really exhilarating like adrenaline pumping thing, and then you just have Sonic going, "Huh, barely made it." And I'm just like, "Well, fuck you, Sonic!" Like I'm I, I'm trying to have fun here. I don't I, 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 I don't like this. Like, I get that shit at over school. Over it's and over okay. again, going through Super Escape, getting B ranks and, and metaphorically screaming at the TV. I just what do you want? I just what do you want? The game, the game I, wants two mine. things: get rings, blow up the gold fucking uh, beetle in the level, yeah. and get to the gold. You don't have to get the gold beetle, but it helps a lot. It gives you a feather fall. Here's um, the thing: is I, I don't <laughs> need Sonic's approval. His ass is mine, regardless. <laughs> that's, that's cool and all, but like when I was playing it, like while I'm in school. And I have to worry about grades in school. And then I go home, my video game is still fucking grading me. It doesn't <laughs> feel super neat. Especially after the last reality, kid. <laughs> especially after the last game it gave you a participation trophy after every single level you played. It was always satisfying seeing that little ping of the emblem afterwards. Now I understand the and I appreciate the pros and cons of both of those systems, especially you know, after going through them again, but like initially when I first played that game, I didn't feel good about that, especially when I was like, but I know Sonic. I understand Sonic. And Sonic's telling me, no, you don't. You never knew me at all. It just it wasn't a great feeling. <laughs> That's it's like a good it's like thing, a though. breakup. It keeps it, new. it keeps it fresh, you know? I'm, like, I'm gonna be it, honest, like as a kid, when I it, it was this way with Sonic Adventure 2, and it was this way with the um, the uh, daytime stages of Unleashed with me. For both of them, that grading system was a reason one of the two reasons. I'm sorry, the Chow Garden's there as well. Y'all know that I have a problem. But <laughs> The uh, uh no, no 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 I'm in your party with that one. Chow Garden's great. Chow Garden's wonderful. I literally I chip had my Chow plush that's normally in my office, and I was very. I'm upset. fine with it just because it's not required for gameplay. Right, and yeah, neither is and neither is the ranking. Out. But I have played <laughs> through that game three times. I don't think I've been in the Chow Garden since 1999. But I, with I still have my VMU with a Chow on it. I change the battery periodically. <laughs> I <laughs> gotta keep that little fucker alive. I still have my Chow flashlight. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck all right and uh we just got demonetized and cancelled good to know we're, we're not we're not we're not monetized anyway we're not oh relaxed. yeah because of the freaking the thing that adds sense but yeah for me as a kid those a ranks i i i have i have very specific memories of like friends would come over to my house and we would play like we'd play Yu-Gi-Oh a little bit and then like when we would start doing our own thing where they would like bop out their game boy i would Pop up Adventure 2, go into Final Rush and go, okay, today's the day I'm getting my A rank. And I would try to get through that level without making any mistakes uh, so I could get the rank that I wanted, get there as fast as I could, try to find like every little which way I could to like jump from one end of the level and avoid all the rails to get, you know, basically skip as much as I could before hitting a death barrier. And like all of that was basically driven by that game having the A rank there. Those are such really great memories for me. And maybe. Maybe yeah. that's the reason that I don't mind stuff like League of Legends and Monster Hunter as an adult. Because I'm like, no, no, break my back. Make me want to play your game. <laughs> this is the thing that fascinates me. Like, 
your what was your first Sonic game? My first Sonic Sorry. game was Sonic yeah. Two. It's not oh, the first. It's not the first Sonic game that I owned, but it is the first yeah. Sonic game I played. Sonic Two, then Sonic One, and then Sonic Advance, and then Adventure like, Two. For me, with the, as I said with the ranking, to me, like Sonic, Sonic One, Sonic Two, Sonic Three, like I, I've there's this whole kind of um, I mentioned it earlier, but the whole kind of you know point and laugh like shitty ah uh, autism thing, you know. And I was saying on Twitter re relatively recently, like right before this article went up, actually, I was saying like, you know, the reason why there are so many autistic people in this fandom is because anyone can play these games. That's what makes them so special. Like, you can get hit, you can grab a ring, you can keep going. Most games are just going to tell you to fuck off, but not well, Sonic. No, you can do what you want. When you, as you say, and uh, th th and you know that plus big characterization, quite simple characterization, big, easy to read characterization. That that's gonna appeal to, to to autistic people. I'm not doing a bit. This is actually true. I've worked with autistic people. They fucking love Sonic. Well, it's also oh, a, it, it, it's also yeah. a yeah. another thing is that people who just anybody yeah. who's neurodivergent, not just people who are autistic, have yeah. a tendency yeah. to hyperfixate. And Sonic yeah. being the massively scoped franchise that it is, it is mm. so easy to hyperfixate on it because you're never done. There's I, um... there's never a point where you've consumed every of ounce of everything. Well, it's funny, when you uh, first said, you know, there's that tendency to point, laugh, say, ha, shitty, autistic and stuff, yeah. I thought at first, <laughs> the first thing that sprung to mind was getting a D rank, and then Sonic looks at the player and says, ha, stupid, shitty, autistic. <laughs> maybe we're going a little too far with that one. Yeah, no, yeah. Let's, uh, let's maybe pull, pull a... They cut that out of the pro uh, beta. They cut that out of beta. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but no, th that's the thing that, for me, the, the ranking system, and it is optional, I totally recognize that, because people love the shit out of it. As you say, that's why people go back and play these over and over again. And that's great. For me, it feels like a wall between genuinely, like, earnestly enjoying it for what it is and, uh, well, what it actually is, I guess. I just think when you finish a level in a video game, the game should probably say, hey, nice going. You did a good job. Instead of, uh, yeah, that was okay. <laughs> it could have been better. I just don't dig it personally. But it's part of the series now. It's it's it's, it's just there and it's not going away. So uh, not really worth being mad about, you know. It's also just worth noting, like, um, just with any franchise anyway, like, I, I think... The whole calling out of like autism thing is completely unnecessary in any way, like mm. even in regard to Sonic or in any franchise, because like pretty much like, you know, everyone's somewhere on the spectrum, basically, you know, like, I mean, like, that's not um... how that works, actually. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, let's, well, let's, let's, we're going to drop it. Not, we're, not, we're, not dropping any, we're dropping it. We are not equipped no. for that conversation. Exactly. We are not. If we want to have that conversation, we will get the appropriate people on here and we will discuss yeah. it in that cool. context when necessary. Yeah, That's I not what we're here for. All I wanted to bring up was basically just that there's, being accessible is not something to, that needs laughing at. You know, it's yeah. a good thing. I, and it. we are, yeah, nobody's yeah, in disagreement we, with that whatsoever. We but, agree with that one. That's actually the the video that I made on the other creator who I will not talk about. The disagreement we had was about accessibility in games. Yeah. Uh, where their position was that, oh, no, you just want everything to to accommodate you. And I'm like, no, people just want to be able to enjoy their fucking entertainment. And there's nothing wrong with yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. fuck the rank system, right, guys? Uh, well, <laughs> no, I still I, 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 I genuinely, system. 
Well, no, Forget I genuinely the like. System. Let's introduce a wanking system. I'm all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we already <laughs> have that. It's called yeah, Mobius Unleashed. Now talking. No, that's I, the Sally uh, Acorn <laughs> section for for Nick. Yes, but it's uh, Sally I, I know I. A man. Oh God, Sally Acorn! I can't even. I can't. Jesus. <laughs> I remember when I saw that character. I was I I had an Archie comic that someone gave me, and we didn't have Archie comic over here in the UK. Yeah, we had STC, which had absolutely no nude women in it. And um, <laughs> issue, the, the, the first, the first Archie Sonic issue that I read was the special where Sally takes all her clothes off and walks into a pool. Yeah, and, you got you got the really horny yeah, era of and Archie. They've drawn, they, they've she's just a nude woman with a squirrel's head. Yep. And yeah. I, this is me holding my hands up, saying I am not attacking anyone who's into that at all. But Jokes on you! I'm into that. A, it was a huge, jarring. Like this is really different from uh, what I'm used to. <laughs> I think I swear to mention that. That's no, look, but, man. I can tell you, as somebody who's grown up as as a fan of Sonic over here in America, and who read a lot of yeah. Archie, like I did not like a lot of Archie. I love Sally. I think she's a great character if oh, used cool. properly. Sally, yeah. yeah, but. I'm not going to disagree with you, and I don't. I'm not looking forward to getting that shit in in my in my video series. It's uh, it's really bad. It's really fucking bad story. I, I never. I, I doesn't. It doesn't bother me necessarily. I just thought it was interesting, like how different it, it was, and how that was like such a part of. Uh, why did we even get onto this? I blame myself. Never mind. No, it's fine. It's all good. It's yes. all good, man. Uh, we wanted, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I mean, we had specific topics, but it usually gets into some more, you know, loosey goosey stuff. And I, I don't know. I don't know about you guys. What's this I, about geese? I Why do you keep talking about geese? Uh, <laughs> Nick missed hearing me saying good as I, goose earlier. I, I raised a goose and it was a very, it's a very sweet goose. It still lives with my mom. It's her pet. Cool. She loves it. The useful source of foie gras. There we go. Oh my god, oh no. So I um, like Sonic. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> something what? I was going to uh, say is, uh, Stuart, uh, being yes. a gaming journalist and all, um, yeah. don't talk shit about Sonic Unleashed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I, we I, actually... That's interesting you mentioned that, because when I yeah. said in the... I, some, people on Twitter kept saying that I had compared it to um, 06 or something. Which Correct. I absolutely didn't. I don't remember. I, I that. pointed. I pointedly yeah, I did not. Everyone. I. I said that Riders is shit because I do genuinely think that, and I apologize. And I said Sonic Heroes is bad, and I said the storybook games are bad because I don't like those either. But I said Sonic Unleashed is interesting because I genuinely do think it's interesting, and I would easily consider it the best of that lot. I don't. I don't love it to death, but there's a lot going on in that game that that you got to appreciate. I one, I kind of consider one. it part of the colors lot personally. I think it's I like well it slightly crafted. more than colors having it, revisited colors, but it, yeah, it, I prefer it, Unleashed. But it like, feels yeah. it feels different than colors to me. Like I know that it's still a boost game, but by that yeah. logic, so is Rush. Well, well, no, though. I mean, that's that's when we got the switch over in in terms of head of Sonic team and everything like that. That laid the groundwork for the console games going forward. It's a very it's like Sonic Adventure, and I know me and Geek Critique, we've talked about this a thousand times before. It's a transitionary game. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't know. Even then, though, like, and I, God, I'm spoiling my colors video here, but, like, even, like, back in the early 3D games, like the adventure games, like, you still see a lot of that DNA going through the, even up to today. The they just, 
stripped out a lot of it. I think people just focus so much up on on the dog and say overcorrected in a lot of ways after that. So dog, the werehog. Oh, the, sorry, I thought you said the dog, and I, I was like, I did. <laughs> oh, I see. That, um, He's a, yeah, a werehog. It was, okay. it was a joke that went down like the Hindenburg. I apologize. Um, <laughs> no, that's not good. If I, if, I made, nice if, I that, if I made that embarrassing for you, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't really good. mind. I didn't really mind the way I just put loads of points into like attack, and then it was fine. I think I mean, the, real, yeah. the the thing with the Werehog. I, I mean, I think with Sonic Unleashed at the time it came out, the reason why it's amassed more approval now is like back when it came out, I think people were just upset because they were wanting like the proper classic Sonic gameplay or like you know Sonic to just be Sonic basically. And it was kind of like, by the time the Werehog rolls around, it was like, we're never going to get that again, are we? We're never just going to get a no-frills Sonic game. And since then, we've had that with, like, colors and stuff. And, like, there's no longer that sense of, oh, are we never just going to get a, a Sonic for Sonic game without, you know, added bells yeah. and whistles? Now that we're no longer feeling that, we're able to reapproach Sonic Unleashed and say, well, the Werehog was fine as far as it goes and stuff. And I think it's just... It's, you know, the landscape of where Sonic fans and where the gaming industry and everything was at back then, it's changed now. And, like, Sonic fans at this stage are saying we want something bigger now, you know? Like, we've had these little short entries, these little two-hour games with colors, generations, forces. We want yeah. something that feels big and has the gravitas of an original Sonic game. And now people are able to go back to Unleashed, and it delivers on that. It's like a six to eight hour long game. It's it feels big. It's got a good focus on story, but with like a good sense of balance as well. You know, like the the story yeah. I would say in Unleashed is the best it's been as far as modern Sonic entries go. I I did I I would agree with that on the story. I really like the story of Unleashed. The one thing that kind of got me with the Werehog because I I picked up Unleashed again recently uh for or the the 360 version mm. and i'm playing it on the one s and uh yeah. i think it's my first time playing the hd version i think the version i played back in the day was on the ps2 um there's one thing that i think would have uh helped improve the the gameplay of the werehog a little bit and that's if it didn't run at the frame rate of a powerpoint presentation true yeah uh the, some of that is fixed I mean, in the uh in the playstation network version of the game though is it okay the, the I've been playing it recently on Xbox, um, and with the new Xboxes, that game finally runs what I would call acceptably. Like, no. on the early levels, you can run through, um, you can speed boost through those, uh, you, like, you run through someone's cafe and destroy it, and usually the game drops to, like, five frames per second, but not anymore, baby. Not anymore. It's, it's very weird when you consider Unleashed because I, I definitely agreed with your statement saying like, I mean, that's just like just showing you like Sonic Team doesn't actually know what Sonic, he's along those lines. I apologize, but like they yeah, don't well, actually well, have an identity when you for get, this. When you get a, a series like Sonic where, where it goes, OK, uh, he's riding on a board. Uh, OK, forget that. Fuck that. He's um, he's 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 a genie or something now or whatever it was. Like, I know. Forget it. He's the Black Knight now. Um, yeah. And forget that control system that we really put a lot into. We're not doing that anymore. Um, okay, now he turns into a werewolf. Yeah, that's what he does now. Uh, I, I think you can forgive someone for saying, do they know what they're doing? Do they have a vision? I, here? For sure. It's like, do they know what the actual yeah. appeal of yeah. Sonic is? And that's why that, that's I kind not, of... Yeah, that's not me saying all those games suck, though 
most of them do. But that's, still me that's, kind, of, that's kind of where I get frustrated, though, is I think oftentimes, yeah. like, a lot of reviews would go based on the emotions that they feel towards the game rather than what yeah. the actual content is. And I would say this, whether you like the Werehog or not, or whether yeah. you roll with the concept or not, the content of Sonic Unleashed is some of the best that the series has to offer, I would say, mm. in terms of, like, a quality standpoint. And I think it's kind of frustrating to me that, like, at the time, like, so few people acknowledge that and now sega have basically ditched a lot of the stuff that actually made sonic unleashed good which was like mm. the scale and scope of it the little locales that you could explore that would yeah. add a little bit of extra context to that world and that's kind of where it got frustrating was it was like hold on guys hold on let's just pause and let's like by all means say you know i i want something a bit more you know streamlined i guess but like i don't know i think that's just kind of the thing oh. is like yeah i guess that's kind of the argument like against like sonic team not knowing what sonic is though isn't it because they always overcorrect and they always take out elements that we really like and ironically enough it's when sonic is just allowed to be sonic is kind of when the games are at their best in any of these eras in my opinion my problems with the older 3d games aren't so much like i don't know I guess my problems aren't so much like the the content itself. It's just that it doesn't have polish to it. And Unleashed, because they're constantly pulling out all the other stops. Yeah, and Unleashed, uh, if you think about it, it's really not that different from Sonic Adventure Two in terms of like drastically different playstyles yeah. between all these other things. But you spend so much time with with the Werehog, it, it is a little bit jarring, and it's well, it's hard to accept it when I'm there for Sonic. <laughs> Well, like thinking about when it came out, taking even aside from the Werehog, like when they presented that game, and it was like, uh, okay, you're not really in these whimsical worlds anymore. You're kind of in on Earth, sort of. Sure. Uh, like you're in you're in China or you're in uh, like some European place. I don't know. I don't know geography. We we'd had we had that since Adventure One and Two, though. To be fair, I mean, yeah, I would even say then, that. Like, yeah, but then, yeah, but the adventure Hill. stages, the adventure stages, so to speak, in it, well, the action stages in Sonic One and Two, to me, they still feel very sort of abstract. And in Unleashed, there was that real kind of. I don't know. It's you've, you've, I don't know how to explain how to explain what the distinction is, but it's just kind of like you're just running through a city it's not like it's not like you're in a weird whimsical sonic world you're not in twinkle park you're not in like i mean um... i would still say though that compared to the games at the time that were coming out sonic was always going against the grain of whimsy like i would say like if you look at mario like if you look yeah. at the comparison between sonic and mario is for every time mario did whimsy sonic went in kind of the other direction and like even yeah, it's like it's like whimsy even with was Green just kind Hill. of there but he was still he was still more grounded by comparison yeah it was yeah. there because it was kind of par the course and i think sonic has kind of evolved with the times to kind of fulfill that and i think where that completely yeah. stopped dead in its tracks was sonic lost world because fuck sonic lost world oh, but like um <laughs> i was I don't thinking even... I don't even hate that game. I just think, fuck yeah. you for being so Mario. Hey, it, that's my thing is like, I, I don't know if this is just me like starting with SA1 and then just kind of like building my expectations off of that. But I feel like something was lost after Unleashed. It felt like yeah. the last game yeah, that was really allowed to just go big. When's mm. the last time we had a finale to a Sonic game that felt that hype? Well, that's exactly it. 
I'd say well, Colors see, almost got close to it if it wasn't just for this. Oh, Colors was one of the most yeah. boring finales the series has had. It was I'll about this, as bad as Generations. No, this is running away from the Black Knight. Was pretty cool. What about Black Knights? Because Black Knight's ending is Black Knight was made after Unleashed. If, if we're, we're just talking about good game line, series, like, <laughs> Black Knight is a good game. I'm kidding. I, I haven't played Black Knight. I can't talk. So one thing I will I, say though is yeah. like this is going to be a hot take, but I'm going to say this. Sonic Forces is a sign of good things to come, because while it completely fucking failed, it was the first <laughs> game since Colors to try to meet that scale again. I liked Sonic Forces. I didn't get what I didn't get what everyone was so mad about. <laughs> oh, fascinating human tank. being. Oh this my is... God, Stuart. No, I, I like I, I it want... as well. But it Hold is on, just I want to like... hear. I want to hear Stewart's. I want to. I do too. I want. Yeah, I yeah. It was just Let's go it was dicks just like... out, everybody. It was just like what, like forty levels of Sonic stuff with no like stupid fucking classic Sonic, uh, the Avatar. Well, the classic Sonic. I, I know the classic I mean, they, Sonic. They, they stuff still played like Sonic, Sonic though. Like the classic Sonic stuff. The Avatar though. The Avatar felt like stopping it, every three seconds and I never, to do something and it was the, different. Let him and speak. It, it was like sorry, it sorry. ran it really nicely. It was like sixty blocked. It was. It looked nice. I thought. It had lots of nice set pieces that I liked, and you know, I got to make Sonic's dad, which was just lanky Sonic with a mustache, with a mustache. And <laughs> I just look what it you did. Fun. I didn't think it like re I didn't think it like you know invented the wheel or reinvented the wheel or whatever. But I just enjoyed playing it. I thought it was just like forty levels of bite-sized Sonic fun. It was fine. I didn't if think I it may. was garbage or anything. I just thought it was fine. And the problem. Uh, sorry, go on. Sorry. The problem with Sonic Forces isn't so much that it's bad. It, the problem is that it does stuff that's been done before in the franchise yeah. 10 times better and just does it so much worse. Like, for example, if you take Sonic Generations as, like, the blueprint, it's the one where you've got two Sonics and stuff. It does yeah. what Sonic Forces does with having the two Sonics, but it does it a million times better because, for starters, the level design is so much more involving for the player and the Sonics just control so much better. And the thing with Sonic Forces isn't so much this is really bad, but why is it worse than it was before? You know, like, it doesn't do mm. anything new, but everything it does, it does worse. And that's the key question. Like, if, if you put Sonic Forces in front of me, I can play it, I can have a lot of fun with it, all the same. But it's yeah. just, the question is, why is it worse? That's just, that's all there is to it. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, but what? A, but it's got that level where you break out of null space with your buddy. Okay, and then... that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the best level in the game. Yeah, I, I yeah, agree. And with then fist bump or whatever it's called starts. Yeah, playing it's, a, it's, it's a it's a and good I'm fucking like, level. And like, me yeah. and Sonic and I thought Sonic's it was an okay. Forty five seconds, sure, maybe. Yeah, it was. It was a fun. Generous. Minute. It was like four seconds. It was that's, really that's, that's, that's the issue. Well, yeah, like... I just I just got my serotonin. It was like, okay, I'm going to press right, I'm going to hit the boost button, I'm going to press R2 or whatever. When the Where are you going if you're happen. pressing right in a 3 I, then, um, I guess my to... problem... Yeah, it's I'm like... going to get my S rank, I'm going to unlock some shoes, and I'm going to feel good about myself. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. This I don't is... know. I was like... I, I think my thing was, that was my monotonous Sonic game. I didn't hate anything actively in it. Um, but it was like there was nothing in there for me to gravitate towards that I really loved. Uh, I I didn't really care much for the music or the visuals. The Avatar character was really annoying to play as. I mean, um, yeah, like the, the other thing is running and the robot ostriches are running alongside you. I love that man. It's a fun I, couple of seconds of holding down that. The, it's a fun few seconds of holding down the square button. I'll give it that. Yeah, but they like. Were great. Uh, 
the, the thing I'll say about forces is it is a perfectly fine game for if you just enjoy smacking your face into robots. But like the thing with Sonic is we've had experiences that are so much more involving than this, like even in the 3D run. And it's just like a, a, another thing is like the stage length in that game is just pathetic. Like stages yeah, but there's like 50 of them. Oh, I don't mind if they're I don't mind if they're short. There's 40, yeah, but they end before they begin. Like, I, I would end the stage and think, oh, I can see so much more going on over there. Why is the goal here? So, so would mm -hmm. you say the, the issue is less length and more pacing? I mean, even length, just because the game takes fucking one hour and 45 minutes to complete if you skip the cutscenes. Yeah, it's That's perfect. Fair. I'm a busy, busy man. Oh, get... fuck you, Stuart. I want an eight-hour <laughs> Sonic game, man. <laughs> Give me Do you want to use your second shithead for this comment? Like, would you uh, like to no, that's, uh, I don't want to hog it up, I, man. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I still, <laughs> I still don't need an eight-hour Sonic game. I'm, I'm okay with getting like an, a, a Sonic game that's the length of Adventure 1 or 2, because those are like good three, four-hour games when you go through them. And I'm oh, okay with it. It's only three or four hours after you kind of get the hang of everything you're doing. Not not your first run through. Yeah, I'd still say it took me a couple of days to beat like Sonic. I got Adventure stuck too. in the jungle for three or four hours in Sonic Adventure when I couldn't find the end. <laughs> oh, oh man, well, when I was a well, kid, I had no idea. Yeah. And I love Sonic Adventure, man. I love and people, that game people said I was people said I was shitting on Sonic Adventure and when I when I said it was falling apart. It is falling apart, but it rules. That's why it I, rules. Because you can break I, the boundaries and do whatever you want. It's a great game. Oh, I adore that game to pieces. It's one of my favorite games of all time. I probably play through it like twice a year. Um I, it's so good. It's so I, much fun I, to play. I love it. I love it. it it's like and yeah, you're right. Like even being able to like break around the boundaries, like isn't that kind of part of the fun of it? Like part of the reason I got interested into like how games are designed and how they work and everything was, um, you know, you're going through uh, uh Emerald Coast and it's just like, oh, you can br uh, break past these invisible walls and get uh, get over to this part of the of the yeah. stage faster. Curious, stuff like which that. versions did you guys play? Did you play the DX or the original? Like, because I think one of them is glitchier than the other, if I'm not mistaken. DX is worse, if memory serves. I did play both <sighs> versions, though. I had the Dreamcast version, and then I had the GameCube version later. Yeah, and I mean, it, it was hard not to get caught up in the spectacle of uh, of Sonic Adventure when it first came out. It was... Uh, like the prettiest game out there on the market, I, I and just, it was. I just, thought, I just think having. I didn't think this at the time because I wouldn't really think about it critically. But with hindsight, like it's the 3D Sonic game that feels the most like a Mega Drive Sonic game to me because you do have that scope to interact with the environment in a way that isn't quite so prescribed as the Boost games, where you you can. I mean, I think Generations did it best. Generations has a lot of alternate routes that don't look like alternate routes, but they are. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, yeah. But Adventure is more just like, almost like a sandbox. It's like, yeah, there's a linear path through this, but if you find a way to exploit that, then we're not going to punish you. We're not going to stop you. Yeah, and the physics anyway. were just really, yeah. really I, nice. I think that's really cool. I, I just think that's really cool and fun, and that's what Sonic should be to me, is that kind of yeah, there's a path through it, but you know, find make your own kind of way through that path. You know, just that's what Forces does wrong for me, and I liked Forces, but Forces is very much like there is no scope for any kind of creativity in the way you play it at all. You can do yeah. this. You can basically, think, there's like one route, and if there is another route, it's very, very obvious, basically. I think what's also made people really angry with Force, this this is where I kind of took it a little personally. When I is it because it came out like the same week as Mania? Is it, is no, that no, it's, it's, it's not <laughs> okay. that. I, I don't. Like, it I, it I came like out the same Mania. year as Odyssey, though. Oh, I, yeah. Even, okay, but like, my kind of Mario thing was Forces. a lot. A lot of people that have never played Sonic before will say 
Sonic games are just boost to win, or Sonic games are just hold right to win. Uh, this game, total shit. Total this game shit. was that. Sonic Forces was that made flesh. The rest Pretty of much, them, yeah. no. Mm -hmm. But Forces was basically like Sega said, ah, we've got a reputation among people that have never fucking played Sonic games. Let's go ahead and make that come true. It's like, no, fuck off! Well, I defended you! People say the dumbest arguments about Sonic games, and it drives me crazy, though. Yeah. Like, I don't think they're, they're wrong with that one, though. Not with well, with Boost, anyway. <laughs> I think they I, the Boost to win, I like you said, Pop, I think they do that with, with Forces. My problem with, forces, with that yeah. and Ultimate is they're just so incredibly focused on getting as many little babies as possible. I, under, I understand is, hang, that. Hang on, hang on. How is colors boost to win no i'm just let me get to my overall point like that's that's a separate thing my my concern with forces and ultimate is just how easy they make the games like they are so obsessed with getting as young of a crowd as possible oh but, sure, but like and that's fine but at the same time they are so confused in what they're trying to do like the tone of forces and like who they're trying to appeal to doesn't always match up with what gameplay is on on sure, hand here there is quite a disparity between boost to win and easy like sonic Colors that's is fine i'm not saying that pup my pup, um, my point is yeah, they're okay. they're both doing two separate things to make it as easy as possible because I, I, I had that problem yeah. with forces colors yes and again like i have a whole hour and a half talking about it they did a much better job with with the the boost stuff there and uh, that's mean? that's strangely what's robbed from forces is I don't like I don't like a lot of the block based pat platforming, but they did a pretty damn good job um, utilizing the boost and making you really think about it. And somehow that was lost in boost games. That's that's alarming to me. Anyway, sorry. Uh, we're all agreed. Sonic Forces <laughs> best three D Sonic. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I fucking hate. I mean, Sonic. Uh, second only to O Six. <laughs> being around all of you actively makes me consider alivent no there is actually <laughs> there, there is there is brilliance to sonic 06 and it's is proven there? by it's proven by project 06 there's good ideas it, no, it's hold all... on hear me out though project yeah. 06 is made to be a faithful reimagining of sonic 06 on pc rebuilt from the ground up in unity engine it doesn't change the vision by any stretch it just makes it technologically sound. And people are playing it, and they're loving it, not just because it's better than the Xbox 360 PS3 experience, but because there is actually really good level design in Sonic 06, and some really good concepts in Sonic 06. And I think, personally, and this is going to be the hot take to end all fucking hot takes, but I think if Sonic 06 were just treated as a misstep, and they continued in that direction we would have the Sonic franchise in a better place than it is today. Well, I can agree with yeah, that. I, I don't think that's, yeah. I don't like, think that's a hot I mean, take they, at all. But then you would have to ignore the fact that it's the biggest imaginable heap of shit. But it's not. It, that's it, the it thing. Is. There's, it there's was. There, there it is. was when it, it was. Have when you it seen what out. Robotnik looks like in that game? It makes. Yeah, me he looks like he does in the Sonic movie, which everybody loves. No, he I doesn't. I, no, he doesn't. I, I, I'm, I'm with Stuart on this. I think the graphical design of that that game is fucking hot shit. I really don't like what they did in terms of uh, the motion capture or the super realistic uh, Eggman. I thought that looked when terrible. When you say everyone loves the Sonic movie, are you talking about the OVA or are you talking about the really bad one with fucking Jim Carrey? <laughs> we're talking about, we're talking about... <laughs> like that movie. Well, one, man. we're talking about like both it. of them. That movie's good. Did, did you see Sonic? You farted in it. 
and yeah, I know. I, I don't like. Hard. Well, here's the thing. I don't like all of the movie, but it ran you out of consistent. It ran out of consistent. It ran out of consistent, <laughs> <laughs> consistent twenty five frames per second. So it's a ten out of ten. Yeah, fair <laughs> oh my god! And I, I'm I... going to praise the only thing I liked about the Sonic movie. I liked the bit at the end where he faces off with Robotnik, and for that five seconds of that movie. He actually acts like Sonic. That made me happy. I mean, the entire idea from that movie was that Sonic isn't going to have his personality in the beginning. He's going to earn yeah. that throughout the film. So, like, he still kind of has could've, it. Like, it could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. I mean, but, would you really yeah. want Sonic to have his full-on game personality in a movie for an hour and a half in the theater? You no, all I want to be entertained is I want a fart every minute. Can we get a corporate... <laughs> Can we get a corporate mandate for flossing while he's farting too? <laughs> yeah. That oh would my be god, the fart floss. <laughs> <laughs> how, much, how much worse is it really than Baldy McNose hair? I predicted on Baldy Twitter. Nose hair. Fart floss oh is god. also known as a g-string. Fart hair. In the second, in the second Sonic movie, I think that Tails is going to use his tails to propel the smell of his own fart. <laughs> I honestly think that's going to happen. One, one can only hope. Sonic, I hope happens. you're ready for these chili bean burritos. Oh, God. I'm interested no. to see what they do. I Maybe they'll embrace a little bit more. I mean, I can, I, can make, I, can piss, I can take a piss on this movie all I want, but everyone knows I'm going to be there watching it. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have my goddamn money no matter what. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, it, just, it really goes to show you, like, just going through this series again with somebody who has a completely different perspective, even from... I'd say all of us here, like, not everybody agrees with, with you 100% on every single point here. I mean, like like I said up front here, like, I was expecting uh, to be more, more in your, your base in terms of what you, you liked and didn't like. You wanted a duo to fight against us Zoomers. And I really thought it. it was, well, no, I like I told you, like, when I initially said, okay, hey, let's, let's talk to Stuart. I really thought it was because there was a lot of heat in there. Uh, in our conversations, um, I really thought it was going to be like, you know, an us versus them and then kind of coming to the table and, and you know, you know, just having that chat and, you know, realizing that oh, we're all fans, we're all Sonic fans. I we we still got those. there, but it's still like fascinating how. Well, I mean, I haven't I can drop another hot take if it helps. I sure. Go Do for it. it. Fucking all right. got a little bit of time still. I think Sonic 4 is pretty fun. I quite like it. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking all right. Hold no, on. Hold up! I he's have got, the wor He's got a point. The worst thing about Sonic Four is I'm the title. Canceling you both on yeah. Twitter.com. Well, you know seriously, I'd me, like to hear your your thoughts on you it. You know what gets me about Sonic Four, specifically Episode One, talking about that, is I see people online just like uh, this game sucks because it's got like fucked physics. Look, you can do this, and it's like Sonic walking up a like a horizontal, like a vertical wall, you know, and mm -hmm. just hovering there. And I'm like. Well, don't do that then. Like, why, why would you ever do that? Except wait, you, that wait, hold on. No, are you gonna fair. be? Are you gonna be like That's an American like... doctor who's just like when you go, "Hey, doc, it hurts when I do this." You just go, "Oh, right. Well, that solves it. Just don't do that." Well, I mean, if just you're, don't... You're gonna have to pay. <laughs> that, that is a fair point, though. You shouldn't be <laughs> able to do that, though. No, like, if the no. game is. I love I, that you like you defend Sonic One for making you build up your own momentum, but you're like Sonic Four on a wall. Fine, I can have Spider Hog. Yeah, I, I like Sonic Forces because it yeah, runs at like, sixty FPS. Yeah, but like they're not they're not the same thing. I mean, I said in the article which Pop said Sonic Four. I think if it wasn't called Sonic Four, it would 
generally be considered like yeah, this is kind of dumb but it's you know it's fun enough you know yeah like it'd be that's inoffensive like... that's how i kind of feel about it i just think it's kind of a fun game and you know if you don't stop at all of the ramps and then slowly walk up them because why would you ever do that you, you <laughs> can not, have fun with that sonic stuff's 4, not going right? to really interact with you i mean the bits that the only bit i really hate in sonic 4 is in the freaking uh temple where you have to you have to tilt the screen to make the water drain out of um, the little space you get trapped in. I can't remember. It's like a, a uh, cork. You're yes. moving a cork. Yeah, and it's, it's really clearly being made for tilt devices, but it's not. Well, I, I think the problem with 4 for a lot of us is, like Pup said, is that 4. Mm -hmm. And um, like you already said, Pup, it's like, why should I bother with this when I already yeah. have a better thing out there. But given in the context, what we know now, how it was originally just going to be a mobile game, and you see so many elements, they're like, okay, obviously these are touch it? controls. Yeah, like, it, it was meant for touch. In Casino Street, in the background, doesn't it say like Sonic Touch or something? Right. So, yeah, and like in that context, it kind of makes sense, but I think it, they might have been in a lose-lose situation because like I feel like if it yeah. came out on mobile, people would have been like, well, why is it on consoles? I mean, yeah. as well as that, it's worth noting it is still one of the weaker dim Sonic games. As oh, well. gorgeous. Like, oh, oh no, fuck no yeah, one. absolutely. The thing is, if it were just developed as like a mobile game and it were called Sonic the Portable, it would be a pretty fun little mobile game. Yeah. But the fact they called it like Sonic 4, it's like, well, you take your dick out for your cousin as well? Like, Jesus. <laughs> the fact they called it Sonic 4 is like the fucking pits. Yeah, I like, mean, it really is. It's like, this is what this franchise it? means to us. Like, oh, uh, yeah, our, our, our Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Knuckles is, like, considered one of the best games ever made by Sonic fans, young and old, blah, 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 blah. And we, we've got that lovely prestigious title. We're going to put it on this mobile game that wasn't intended to be Sonic 4. Like, yeah. like fuck me. They robbed the cynicism, <laughs> the cynicism of that. Like, they yeah. robbed. They robbed Sonic Mania from its rightful title, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Sonic Mania is worthy of being called Sonic Four. I'd say Sonic Mania is the perfect title for it because I, I, I agree with you. I think it's, I think those are the Sonic, right people to make Sonic we Four. Surrender, Sonic. Fine, here. <laughs> yeah, that's what it should be called. Sonic Mania is now called Sonic. Fine, here. Here's the thing you want. Sonic Fine. Yeah, fine. Here. Here's the thing you want. Sonic Mania. Sonic. More, more of the old Sonic. You happy now? Just, Sonic it, I just think it's such a fascinating like what if scenario for for this franchise. It really like if they really just kept the course with with Sonic Four and we had Sonic the Mobile. What if we were sitting here now Sonic talking about this long lost Sonic Mobile game? It's like wow, it was actually really good, but it got trapped on iPhone Four, and yeah. man, we really just want it back. Like nah, I think we we'd be like. Yeah, there was an okay piece of 2D Sonic Meteor at the that time. That could have been the case, too. <laughs> that could have been it the case, too. It was underrated. I wish more people knew about it, but it was okay. I think, well, I think you would have gotten, like, those those, those, uh, those YouTube videos. I think it'd well, largely like, just go unremembered. Gem. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what would have happened. Like, it would have been on Game of Paul, just like, you know, this is actually pretty good, and nobody really talks about it. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> It's just say, fascinating, I, mean, got, man. I, I always say I've got pretty low standards, and I think I do have pretty low standards, but as far as I'm concerned, if you've got a game that is fundamentally just a 2D Sonic game, I'm going to have a fun time playing it, you know? Yeah. I, I can't think of a 2D Sonic game that actually fits that traditional framework that I think is just a piece of shit. Maybe Sonic Blast <laughs> on the Game Gear. And, Sonic you know, Blast is like, that. especially when you get to Blue Marine, fuck Sonic Blast. I gotta Blue go Marine. Uh, 
do you fucking blue marine where you got the fucking tubes and everything and like oh yes no, yes, yes yes not yes. a single one of those tubes leads in the right direction i can't get past that fucking level because a i don't have the patience and b is just like oh my god blue marine fuck you um i, I think the fact that i grew up with a master system has made me have low standards i think the fact that i grew up with sonic 06 has made me have low standards I think the fact I grew up with Sonic 06 has made me have a massive aneurysm in my head. I think the fact you're more okay with Sonic Blast has made me have just death. I think I want to die. <laughs> yeah, I'm same. just... Man, what? So, Stuart. <laughs> that sums it all up. Oh, Sonic fans are convicts. Basically. So, Stuart, um... Now that we kind of just went over this crazy, messy history with the franchise, I'm curious, what are your thoughts on it currently or going forward? Sonic's like, is my little blue son, so I love him. But um, <laughs> I really don't like the current, like, what do they call it? Meta era Sonic? Like, where the joke is, ah, this is all a load of shit, really. Ha 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 ha. You know. Yeah, Jay has even reached actual gaming journalism. Good job, man. That's how it seems to me like they've embraced this kind of not great sort of side of. I, I don't like. I, I guess I don't like the meme Sonic that much, you know? I, I just find it kind of annoying and not funny. Um, but as far as the actual games go, I mean, uh, coming back to Sonic Colors Ultimate was a bit of a wake-up call for me, because uh, you liked it on the Wii, um, and on the Wii you're playing it sort of fundamentally compromised, it runs kind of poorly on the Wii, like the controls are a bit squishy, and obviously it's not in HD, obviously. Mm. And I was like, it's going to be really cool to play this game liberated because I've been wanting it for like 10 years. I've been saying, why, why isn't this on fucking PC or something? That's a great way, yeah. That, that's a great finally, way, like, liberated. And they finally liberated it, and I'm like, sit down, here we go. Sonic Colors, mate. The way, it's, the, the way you're supposed to play Sonic Colors. And you play Sonic Colors, and you're like, ah, oh, this isn't great. <laughs> yeah. That's for me anyway. I was kind of like, this is a bit fucked. <laughs> why are there levels where I have to follow a moving platform around really slowly? What's happened? Yeah, this isn't Sonic 2 on the Master System. What's happened? <laughs> um, all games that are not Sonic 2, they're all bad. Yeah. It's really weird because I was <laughs> no, but no, I mean literally I on the so Wii, and then I kind of tolerated a bit more in the Ultimate. It's weird how it works with me. It's 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 it, it, what I meant by that is Sonic 2 on the Master System has stage has stages where you literally just have to wait for moving platforms to go in certain like patterns, and that's what Colors felt like to me a bit at times. It felt that's not the strength of the series for me, but uh, I don't think it's a bad game. It was just a bit interesting playing it how it was, I guess, meant to be seen, and kind of just finding it a little bit like, uh, this is kind of stiff and not my favorite, <laughs> really. <laughs> um, I'm looking for. I mean, I'm looking forward to Sonic Rangers and anything they put out. I'm going to buy because I'm a diehard fan for life. Uh, I wish they'd make another 2D one because that's my jam. But I don't know. They don't. They got Sonic Mania out, they went, oh, here we go, the most critically acclaimed and best-selling like Sonic game, I want to say best-selling, I'm not sure that's actually true. The most critically acclaimed Sonic game in literally, like, 20 years. Uh, should we not ever release a sequel and pretend it never happened? Yeah, good it's idea. Weird, isn't yeah. It? Like, We're smart. Yeah, We're very we smart. had an episode on that last week, it's like, yeah. we fucking yeah. Sonic Mania 2. Yeah, uh, which to me is baffling, uh, because I'd love to play Sonic Mania 2. I don't even care if it's, like, 
slightly crappier than the first one, it would still be really good. Um, or, got, yeah, use the modern like character designs or anything. Got, yeah. I've got some problems with Sonic Mania, but they don't prevent me from loving the shit out of it. So yeah. let's go some more. Uh, you know, just as long as they don't stop making Sonic games entirely, then everything's going to be fine. See, I'm just like, as far as I'm like a 3D Sonic fan, and I'm just like, mm. don't you forget about me, Sega. Well, they're don't not, you? You just completely derailed him. He's got to sing it now. <laughs> um, there we. It's are. weird, isn't it? I, I feel like we also do this every other every other fucking year with this franchise, Things where it's like oh, 3D sorry. fans feel like they're not being represented. Now 2D fans are going to feel unrepresented. It's just mm. such a weird... Well, <laughs> we, had, you know, there was that, we had that period when they were releasing all those fucked up, uh, in my humble opinion, uh, your minds may vary, fucked up 3D games on the GameCube and that. And every year we were still getting like a advanced game or a rush game or Sonic Colors on the DS. We were getting mm -hmm. these 2D games, and I was getting my dose from that, and I was like, yeah, you guys have fun with Shadow the Hedgehog. I'm playing Sonic Rush, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> but now it's just kind of like because games development has basically fundamentally changed because the switch was well the 3ds was really what feels like the last kind of enforced old school game machine does that make sense like you cannot yeah. make a contemporary yeah. feeling game on that thing and I i'm think... not shitting on it i love the 3ds to death yeah but um no i literally bought one just so i could experience like the rush series and the, oh yeah the... The Sonic Boom DS games and stuff, and oh, I had a blast. Um, okay. No, don't don't do it. Don't do it. I know you haven't played them. <laughs> oh, I have played them. I play both of them. Oh, they're good Sonic then, aren't they? Come and on. Fire and Rush. They're well, wow. I mean, no, they're, they're really boring. The yeah. They're boring. You're boring. I know. Sonic One is I boring. Never, I never excused <laughs> the fact that I'm boring. God, I'm sorry about our dog. <laughs> I mean, they're not horrible, but they they aren't fun. <laughs> I yeah. I, I found them very, very tedious. I haven't played them in years, to be Especially fair. Especially Fire but... and Ice. That's just basically a classic Sonic game. I, I've no. actually been... You, you oh, do it's... have me interested in Fire and Ice. I do want to give it a shot. It's I'm going to give same, it more of a shot. It's but the it's the same as the first one, except it's you have to press the, the L button to change problem. some platforms on and off sometimes. <laughs> the problem with the first one is the backtracking, and the backtracking isn't even present in Fire and Ice. It's just you literally... Know what? To be fair, own... I've not played it for a long time. I did play through the whole of Fire and Ice, but it's been a while, and... I may be wrong, but I'm not. <laughs> wrong, ladies and gentlemen. This is the problem with games journalism. Oh, so that—that's today's the message of today's video is: if you don't like Sonic Boom, Fire and Ice, then you're basically worthless. This is Anyways. the second Gamergate, isn't it? I've just started. <laughs> oh no! No, here we go again. Burn that entire okay, thing but to like. Ground. Basically, um, last week I said that um, if Sega really want to copy Nintendo, the business model they should do with Sonic is every five or so years, a really good 3D game that they've taken their time on. And between that, they can literally shit out Mania sequels. And that would be a good business model, I think. I think we just want like a, like a yeah. decent 3D game. I think that's all anyone Sonic wants. Mania, Sonic Lunacy, Sonic... <laughs> I don't know. Psychopathy. Psychopathy. Psychosis. Sonic, this is the one where he becomes the Joker. <laughs> it, it, it is kind of a shame. It, it, Sonic Joker 2019. <laughs> it is a shame that Sega really couldn't, ironically enough, just keep pace with Nintendo. Because I, I really wish we lived in this world where Sonic had all of his buddies in their own side games at this point, and they're their own um, 
franchises. And we'd be arguing, yeah, we'd be arguing, well, does Knuckles really count as a Sonic character anymore? Like we fucking do with Wario, who is literally the antithesis of Mario. It's just... Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine needs a re-release. Yeah, it's it called does. Puyo Puyo Tetris, dog. Oh, that's fuck off, Nick. Nick's Bean Bean yeah, it's, it's Actually, Puyo Puyo. I mean, Sonic's in it. And remember, Mean Bean Machine is getting re-released on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, oh yeah. my yeah. god, you're right. Holy shit. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm buying the Genesis controller just for that. Yep. Isn't it amazing we got to see a Nintendo Direct with that fucking old frumpy-ass Robotnik design yet again? Just a magic time, man. I love that. Ro- that's my favorite Robotnik. I know you do. Oh, well, I you you like that Robotnik because you want his ass cheeks, just to admit. Well, there, there is the doesn't. fact that you can see his crack through a metal harness. <laughs> like, what does that say? Long, Nicely long John, defined crack. Long John Baldry Robotnik is a gift that keeps He's on giving. He's the best Robotnik. Like, legitimately... Yeah. Long and John Bold, like I love my the YouTube poops, man. The YouTube he poops. was he was the birth of the YouTube poop phenomenon, and that defined so much of my childhood. Going oh, into gosh, secondary gosh. school, seeing my friends and being like, "Ha, Pingus!" Like that was that's <laughs> that's the experience, you know. Some some say that the sound of his echoing butt cheeks is clapping through the earth to, <laughs> through the wind into this day. Sonic, you're looking <laughs> submissive and readable. You can still hear a pingus on the wind. (laughs) You rotten hedgehog. You're looking submissive and readable. (laughs) (laughs) It warms the cockles in my hand. It warms the round. I just, just, when I bought my DVD collection, I was just watching from episode one, just like the first scene with Scratch is this that Robotnik builds Scratch. And Scratch's like, are you my mommy? And the first thing he does is lick his dick all the way up to his head. <laughs> and I'm just like, this cartoon, man, they, they knew what they were doing. And I love it for that reason. I'm, I'm excited to go back to that with, with a new perspective. I'm super excited for that. Robotnik is just, in the, in the Avengers of Sonic the Hedgehog, he's just basically sex on legs, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> they need, yeah, like, I think that's the key, though, to, it's like, Sonic. pure future. confidence. Stop they've posting done... about Dr. Robotnik! He's no, a tasty soft to... serve that needs a licking. <laughs> the key to Sonic's future now is, because they're doing the whole meme thing right now, like it's current, they need to evolve into shitposting. And then we will <laughs> Sonic tomorrow. I don't know if I, I don't know if I really count Sonic Twitter as, you know, this big part of the of the franchise but i mean that's a, a discussion for another day we we've talked long and long long, long hours about hard. meta era but yeah mm-hmm. no i guess the the end of the day robotnik just gives pup the long john to his mm-hmm. how really long does. did you like, have that like marinating right. just like for a minute head. just for a minute like about why three are we minutes, talking honestly. about your long john marinating why are we here you know I, we should well, probably. I, I, the only reason I came on is because I was told that was going to be the topic of discussion. Right. <laughs> I think we uh, we only have one question so far. Our super chat's not not currently working today. It is money. one I think is is going to lead to an interesting uh, other conversation. I actually wanted to talk with you about Stuart while we had you oh, here. Yeah. So I um, might as well, and I apologize because I didn't write down the name of who who asked this, but. Um, the question was, what is your favorite dedicated Sonic fan site and why? I mean, oh. sites like Sonic Retro, TC, TSSZ, mm. Archie Sonic Online, and that's where they stop with the uh, 
with the examples, which is ironic because mm. you have a certain history with one of them. <laughs> I, I only saw it the comic online, to be honest, because uh, yes. I didn't really go on the others that much, apart from... I have an account on the Sonic Stadium, which I used to troll for a bit, and then I got bored and stopped. Um, I felt bad going on there because, like, I'm trying to think of a way to put this that isn't condescending. There's love. There's liking Sonic how I like Sonic, and then there's liking Sonic how they like Sonic, and there is a bit of a distinction there because... Uh, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know if it's a British thing or or... Or what? But I just got kind of like I can't be that earnest. I can't be that sincere. There's got to be some kind of, uh, I got a br brusqueness. There's got to be some kind of meanness there, or it's not fun. Uh, and I mean that in coming from an affectionate sort of place. Like this is, I mean, that's kind of why I could write that article in the first place. Is because I do love that series, so I feel like I can be mean to it. Does that make sense? Like, uh, <laughs> like an abuser? No, sorry, not like an abuser. Um. Now, it's got to be something at Comic Online because not only, I mean, the forum isn't really active so much now, it's more of a Discord thing, but I mean, I think they're doing a good job, and I'm not just saying that because I'm involved with it. Um, okay, that is the only reason I'm saying it. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my contributions have made it what it is today. Uh, no, um, because I loved STC when I was a kid, I still think it's fucking great. That's not me dumping on Archie, even though I did talk about the, the Sally Buck comic. I do actually think Archie has stuff to offer. I think it actually gets shit on more than it deserves. There's um, a lot of really shit storytelling. Don't worry about it. There, there is, but there's also a lot of interesting stuff, even if it's not done brilliantly. You know, my kind it, goes, of value... it goes from writer to writer. That's that's not yeah. important. I, it's not no. Um, but yeah, I guess it's got to be something at Comic Online. I, I, Sonic Retro seemed to do a lot of good work in terms of like archiving stuff and digging cool shit up and hacking and all that sort of thing, but. They're too smart for me, so I don't go and interact with them. The main ones that I remember, like from when I was younger, it, it was like the original Sonic Stadium and, and like I said, the Moogle Cavern. And uh, I hate to say it, but I remember Sonic Cult as well, um, which was bad. Mm. <laughs> uh, it was bad people. Um, don't worry, that's just what the Sonic fan base is now. Well, that, 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 I mean, that's, I guess we, that's we talked was, about how there's a stigma against Sonic fans and it's unnecessary. And Nick just fucking rewinds the podcast by like how many minutes? It's a cult. Mm. It's fine. It's what it is. All <laughs> hail the blue god. Oh, god. I'm going to have to go talk to Telltale. We got to fix this now. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, for me now, I guess Twitter and, uh, and the Sonic, the comic online, because everyone should read it. I'm not just plugging it. It's, it's really, it's really good. Is this the one read... where Sonic is really abusive towards Tails? Because it's I not. Oh, no. those panels get taken out of context. And it drives no, me I want them to be in that context. Though. <laughs> I mean, Reality don't get me can wrong. be whatever I want. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Tails is a little prick, but like... <laughs> oh my god, oh, he's so boring. Like Sonic, oh, I've programmed fucking... the tail, the Miles Electric. To we need to get MUME on, on here to fight oh. Stuart. Yeah. Fleetway's a very love, different beast, yeah. I used to love Tails, and now they've made him into a big nerdling. I don't like him oh, anymore. yeah, no, we can all agree that modern Tails can bite me, whereas, like, classic Tails, well, like, the fucking adventure-era classic Tails and stuff. Adventure-era Tails is awesome. He's a good boy. Oh, yeah, he's the best. Mm -hmm. He is indeed a good boy. Can you, uh, just for anybody who might not know what it is, because we haven't actually explained it, what is Sonic the Comic Online? 
Johnny Comic Online is an online continuation of the Fleetway, as you guys call it, Sonic the Comic, which was a UK only, uh, no, not only, I think it was in some European countries as well. Yeah. Sonic serialized comic, which had sharper than you'd expect sort of storytelling and characterization. It was really good and interesting, and the art by Richard Elson, etc., was fucking superb. Um, they also covered strips from other Sega games like Decap Attack, uh, Echo the Dolphin, Kid Chameleon, all that sort of stuff. But Decap Attack was the only one that was really good. Wait, they did an Echo the Dolphin comic? Oh yeah, my god, not trippy. only did they do that, they have a Xenomorph holding a gun to its head, and I need to post that what? out of context. Is it, it is, is hysterical. It, is it as horrifying as the games? Yes. It oh is, God! It is lucy, really man. Yeah. It is amazing. That is some like actual childhood trauma of mine. Is Echo the goddamn dolphin? Oh, I got a good story about that, but I'll get to it. The, the SDC Online is a f online fan continuation of that, and by fan continuation, I mean essentially, almost, pretty much everyone notable who worked on the original comic is aware of, has contributed, or is given it their blessing. So it's the nearest damn it official. And Sega know about it, and their approach is the same as it is with both fan works, which is like, you're not making any money off this, so we don't give a fuck. Which right. is really laudable of them, I have to say. Um, and, you know, it's been going for Sega about 50-odd issues. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, totally. Um, it's good. That's pretty much it. Uh, <laughs> if, you haven't, if you haven't read STC, it's all available on online illegally, and I feel no qualms in saying that, because there's no legal way to buy it, so it's either download it or never read it. You know? If they yeah. put it out in some books, which they goddamn should, uh, then I'd say go buy it. But they haven't, so fuck them. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if there's if there's no effort being put into its preservation, then you know what they can fuck yeah. off. <laughs> well, it, it's it's the same. It's it's with same with sort of emulation stuff. If if there's no way to easily buy a game, or it's a prohibitively expensive, and it's either download it or don't ever play it, then why wouldn't you download it? You know, um, make these things available, and people will pay for them. This is just facts. I wonder. I wonder how much of that's just like in legal legal limbo at this point. Yeah, well, nobody. I don't think anyone really knows who owns the rights to some of the comic. Actually. Yeah, it's I've really I've been, I've tried to find it before, yeah. and I've not had any luck. So uh, we we've dug and dug, and we we can't figure out. So we just have to carry on with doing our own thing. And you know. It's a really small team. The release schedule is really slow, but if you want to read some fun Sonic comics that are free, then stconline.co.uk. Go and check it out. It's good. What what have you contributed to the the website? I have only recently started writing. I did a story. I did a Sonic strip called Confidence Trick, which is about Sonic and Amy's relationship after the previous story arc, which went on for ages. It was about Sonic being framed uh, for being a villain, basically, and the knock on effects of that. Uh, I did a story called Time Over, which is introducing uh, Infinite to the story in a way that I think is going to be interesting. Because he's not that interesting in forces, he's just kind of there. He's just not. Yeah, um, I think he's like the perfect opportunity for them to do like a redemption in the series. I think Infinite. Mm -hmm. Mom, I've done to read that. That's cool. And I've done some Decapitex strips, which are just fun humor strips, which are going to relate more to people who read it back in the day or read British comics like the Beano back in the day, because uh, that's the kind of tone I've gone for. <laughs> Is there anything, uh, anything pornographic in the bunch? There isn't, unfortunately, and I have oh, pushed okay, and no. pushed and pushed for this. I'll bet you pushed and pushed <laughs> and pushed for someone to do some pushing in the comics. Well, you know, if you want Ooh. to see some Sonic pornography, it's incredibly easy to come by. And I, I mean that yeah. in every sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it helps if someone I know has written it, you know? 
Wait, what? Hold on, Look. I gotta take a double take on that one. What? Listen, <laughs> you guys, you know me now. If you want to pay, pay, my, pay me meals, PayPal me some money. I will write Sonic gets cornholed, and I'll send it to you. <laughs> we can all move on with our lives, but Why? I do not write Sonic smart ever or for free. That's, that's so fair. you mean get just, paid for what you're good at? You know, you mean you just don't write it for free? I just don't write it. So the ever it, part and... is like that's just kind of an exaggeration, right? No, it's not an exaggeration. I don't think I've ever written that. Oh but no, wait! Say... I drew a picture. I drew a picture of an Amachow masturbating another Amachow as a joke. Oh and... my god! No! And it was like so a, it was that's like the a... only thing you've done. It's that. <laughs> no, wait, listen. That's the thing. I drew it as a joke between me and a friend of mine in the past. It was like I drew it's it in a... MS Paint. It's not like supposed to be sexy. It's, a, it's like look, this, ha, ha, it's like, look this is a joke. No, this is the worst part. This is the worst part. Someone uploaded it to Rule Thirty Four under my username. Oh so it's no! Now, oh, I've, it's got it. I've, I've got to look for it. Yeah, if you pop you, your horny, don't, don't, I don't want people to go and look for it, so I shouldn't have mentioned it. But I mean, you could just put it in the private chat. You know, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing oh, that. For fuck's sake! If, if you want to look it up, fun. you can go and find it. But I would prefer that it didn't get spread around. It uh, let's keep going. Let's keep going. No, I, uh, was was... Say, I think it's. I think it's funny <laughs> because by doing that, by doing that, it has irreversibly, permanently been put in a position that makes it seem like a sincere masturbation aid when it never was. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine Omo Chow flying around. Make sure to use your left hand instead of your right, so you don't get cramps. <laughs> I don't I'm, like this. I'm a I'm here to teach you about jerking off. <laughs> All right, Sonic. It's time to learn about the birds and the bees. I didn't realize that Omo Chow was the instigator of the second coming of Kamas. <laughs> we we and need that Sonic coming. dating sim game. See, the, the worst thing is we've now leaned hard into the stereotype of Sonic fans. Being we have. Degenerate. <laughs> Well, Look, man, we all just want to fuck Sonic. Let's just put that on the table. No, no, no. Cat, come on. It's Knuckles. Everyone wants to fuck Knuckles. It's even Everyone wants to get fisted by Knuckles. Extra anal expansion. Think Good about God. it. Good God. So. <laughs> okay, so. so there is a anyway. bat right there with massive... Never mind. A any no, conversation that isn't easy. this. It's too easy. Well, we should probably get wrapping up here sooner rather than later. We are getting <laughs> well, closer yeah, to this. If, if, you're, if you're gonna be, you know, like fucking Sonic characters, you do want to wrap up. You don't know what kind of animal diseases they can. Oh, Jesus, or, you need a. I think you're genuinely getting a little, little bit too horny here, Pumpkins. No, no. Okay, secondhand horny isn't actual horny. Okay, I'm just posting this sure. directly from my fan art section. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Everybody wants to fuck Knuckles. Fantastic. <laughs> Well, I guess if you were gonna, if you were forced at gunpoint to have sex with any Sonic character, I guess it would be Knuckles. That's actually a good discussion, though. Like, what? Let's no, wait, what? Whoa! No, it's not. Yeah, it's no, not. If you guys ever want to have me back character. on, then that will be the subject. Okay, you got oh, it. You got okay. it. A three-hour roundtable. This is what we need. This is what the show needs. Mm. So, Larry's. I gotta get those ratings up. Before we wrap it up, we did have a couple of questions asked. And again, I'm sorry, guys, our super chats are what they are. It's weird. We'll, f we'll sort it they're out. Not, they're not working. But if you want to just send us some money in the post or something. Okay, nice. There you go. Uh, but Storm Kenway had asked a question for everyone. Who do you think deserves a spinoff more out of the cast? I've, I've, I think we've kind of answered this 
to some degree before. I mean, I, I want Knuckles. I want I want Knuckles as well. I specifically want a Knuckles collectathon in the vein of Banjo Kazooie. That would be fun with his gliding and such. Yes, yeah, Shadow was Knuckles. Silver as far as I'm concerned. Wayne, Knuckles. What about you, Stuart? You have any any thoughts on this? Oh, I don't know. There are so many goddamn Sonic games. They should make fewer of them, but more. <laughs> um, I want to play. I want a game where you. Um, I want an Amy game that's like the Amy levels in Sonic Adventure, but there's like 500 of them. Oh yeah, fun. we just call that Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you're the one they chose to represent the Sonic fans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she would make for a decent puzzle platformer. No, I just want to hit shit with a hammer, you know? Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> Don't we all? That's the name of the game. Amy fucks up shit with a hammer. Two. It's a Manhunt 3, Can we starring get... Amy Rose. <laughs> Yeah, can we get yeah. like the violent Amy from like IDW where she's just like, I'm gonna gore someone with my hammer. Oh god, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. From I mean, IDW? What are you talking about? She literally she literally destroyed half of a person's arm with her hammer before realizing, oh wait, they're a zombie. It's okay for me to be violent towards she them. She reacted but... she yeah. did not react yeah. great to that. They were an objectively correct answer though, and it's cucky. <laughs> you just get to watch everybody have fun. Yeah, you just you play as the chicken watching all the other characters fuck. <laughs> okay, we're back uh, here. We're, we're back here. Yeah, we're ba let's uh, all right, junkyard let junkyard productions. Last question if any of these get answered, predictions on well, I guess, Stuart, specifically, your thoughts on Sonic Movie 2. Oh, Tails fought. <laughs> uh, I think I think it's going to be a bad film that sucks, and everyone's going to inexplicably say it's good because of COVID. Um, First one was good. All things considered, uh, it's not. Um... <laughs> In its own terms, like, as far as like a kids' family film goes, it wasn't bad. It could right? be. It could have been worse. That's that's the most thing to take. It ain't something I would watch if it wasn't Sonic. It was basically the live-action Smurfs movie. You know, it was that's... not. Come on. Oh, oh it, think about it. it. Come on. It, it, come on now. It, it, it missed. It, 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 it avoided the mines. It avoided the mines. I'm going to say something nice about the Sonic movie, okay? I think that, what's his name? Jason Schwartzman? Uh, no, that's the guy from Pilgrim. Ben Schwartz. <laughs> hey, come on. They both have Schwartz in them. That's not that weird of a statement. That's on. the guy from Wes Anderson movies. Um, Yes. What if Wes Anderson directed the Sonic movie too? That would be now. I'd be game. I, I've been I've been really pushing for a Zack Snyder Sonic. Tail spin off, Fantastic Mr. Fox too. Yeah, exactly, exactly <laughs> like that. Made with dead stuffed animals that he's animated using hooks. Um, no, <laughs> I, I think Jay, I, think, I nearly did it again. I think Ben Schwartz is the best Sonic voice that there's ever been. Basically, I think, I he's think it, it, it might be my favorite. It's I think very he's my good. favorite too. I like yeah. the, I, the, the, the Sonic, the, the guy doing the Sonic voice. I can't remember his name. Roger, Roger Craig, Craig Smith. Smith. I think he sucks. <laughs> not as a person. Not as a person. Like I do not like his Sonic voice. He just makes Sonic sound like a douche. I wouldn't want to spend time with. You know, and I remember going out with a friend and basically raving at them about how annoying I think Sonic's voice is, and then they went and bought Dying Light, and the first voice you hear is fucking 
Roger Craig See, Smith. My issue wasn't really Roger, but I do think that in colors, I think it comes down partially to like direction, partially to some of his line work. Colors Sonic strikes me as the kind of guy that drives 14 year old girls to Nando's in his Corsa. Oh my God. Wait, that's a really good description. Um, <laughs> oh no. No, no, no shade. He tweeted that before, and I would literally spit out my drink when I read it. <laughs> Hey, it's just when he says, to, when he says eggster. When he, to, to, when he refers to him as the eggster, that was the point where I was like, yeah, this guy hey. dates below the age of consent. Hey, you kids, mm-hmm. you kids want to buy some speakers? Oh my god. Don't worry, say this. guys. It's only a gateway drug. I'm going to say this about Roger, and I think it's just because of how long he's been allowed to be the character and the different like projects that they've moved him over to. I'm in complete agreement with Pup when he discusses Roger in terms of being the perfect voice for Boom Sonic. Um, and I like the diversity in, in the vocal set. I, I would say that that uh, Ryan and Jason before him, they could really only stick with like one particular type of voice. I, I think Jason facts. I think Jason eventually uh, got a little bit more nuanced with it in some of the later games. But it... I don't know, man. Like, I, I would say that even just that one movie that we saw, and it could just because uh, Ben's already, you know, very, very yeah. accustomed to what he's doing. But I think he had just the most emotional range that felt yeah, both like, realistic and made sense for a cartoon character. I, that's I just another thing. I just think he's got a voice that's fun to listen to. Yeah, like, I don't I don't want to risk giving credit to Pontac and Graf, but like um, <laughs> fucking everything Sonic said prior to Roger Craig Smith, was always matter-of-fact. He would always just be making observations about things. And, and like, there, there's even this video, <laughs> there's even this video where someone has modded, like, an actual speaking mouth onto, like, the Ryan Drum on Sonic in Sonic Adventure 1. But everything he's saying is just this cute little observation. He thinks he's, like, the little David Attenborough of his world, and he's just pointing things out and stuff, commentating. Whereas, when they got Roger in, Sonic actually said shit. And like I again, I don't want to give credit to Pontac and Graf because fuck Pontac and Graf. But like, you'd want to. Who are Pontac and Graf? They're, they're the, the writers, writers for Sonic, Sonic, Sonic series. Oh, since Sonic Colors. Oh, they have like, tree friends. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah and that I, I don't mind. I, I wish that Sonic drew more inspiration from Happy Tree Friends. Yeah, I want to see Sonic's eye come out and get wrapped around a pole. <laughs> I want to see Doctor Robotnik putting wisps and fucking meat grinders and blood flying <laughs> everywhere, like. That's how it should have been. And like the whole story of Sonic Colors could have been framed as Sonic literally draining the life force of the Wisps in order to get these abilities. Yeah, well, Sonic, I want my Wisp shake. He does what must be done to save the universe. <laughs> and if it means destroying the Wisps, he'll do it. Tails, if saving the universe way. requires just one genocide, it's better than all of them at once, isn't it? Oh my god. I guess so. <laughs> Think of how gruesome that black hole at the end could have been. If you see, oh, like, no. the wisp flying away from it, and their bottom half of the wisp is getting ripped off of their head as it gets sucked into the black hole. That's why it's like, like all the chaos like... emeralds to remove <laughs> half, the uni- half the universe. I don't know what I'm saying. It was a Thanos joke. God damn it. Oh. Yeah, well, reality is often disappointing, Nick. Isn't it just... <laughs> this day extracts a heavy oh. toll oh man well um i think we've reached about the end of the the conversation here guys uh we've been on for for quite a while and 
Stuart, thank you so much for being on the show with us today, man. This was a lot of fun. Oh, no problem. If you ever want me to come back and say more appalling things, then just <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'd love to have you on again. Yeah, it's nice um, to but... meet all of you. <laughs> Where where can people find more of your work outside of that wonderful Nintendo Life article that everybody oh, well, loves so much? Yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter uh, at Stupacabra, like Chupacabra, but Stu. It's very clever and funny. <laughs> um, there's a link tree on there, but I'll list some shit that I do because I'm going to plug my stuff all I can. Uh, you can find me on Retronauts. I'm a presenter and contributor on that. Um, you can find me. I either do a podcast called Arseholevania, which is about coming up with incredibly bad takes on purpose and then tweeting them and seeing what happens. Um, <laughs> I do a podcast called The Dillcast, where I'm reviewing with my friends Grizz and Gobbalatula. We're reviewing every single Dilbert comic in order, one per week. What on uh, earth? Because we, I don't, I don't want to do things about things I enjoy. Why would that, why would I do that? <laughs> I also do another fucking podcast called Animania Chat, where we're reviewing every single episode of Animaniacs with my friend Luke Fletcher. Ooh. And the twist there is, I fucking hate the Animaniacs. They drive me crazy, and he's making me watch all of it. Fuck. Um, <laughs> and, uh, is your life uh, literally no. just a constant cavalcade of everything you despise? Yes, <laughs> cavalcade. Look at me. I'm a Sonic fan. What do you think? Oh, um, fair enough. <laughs> Sorry, I kid. I'm just kidding, Sonic fans. I kid because I love just um, to experience pain. Nah, you you alive. said something I disagree with, so I now hate you on a personal yeah, level. How that's fair. You? That's fair. And oh, and I also do a comic called Mary Hell. You can find that on MaryHellComic.com. And I'm terrible at drawing and writing, so you can guess how good that is. Um, yeah, thanks. Oh, and if you enjoyed the small picture on the television that represents me, it's from a comic <laughs> called Doctor Robotnik and His Prickly Pal Sonic, which I wrote. <laughs> Which is about my horrible life as a Sonic fan. In fact, because I'm gonna I'm gonna just drag and drop it into the chat so you guys can have it. Hang on. Please do because uh, I want to see that myself. Everyone yeah. else has to pay for it, but oh you guys God. can have it. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll we'll put some of the links um after after the fact when this uh, just turns into a regular video on on all that. Yeah, right on. But anyway, yeah, seriously, thanks for having me. It was fun. Well, thanks for being on, man. This this was a lot of fun. Um, as for the rest of us, you can find me. I'm Nick. I do the game channel, YouTube, Game Apologist. You know where that's at. Cirrus, what do you do? Uh, I yell about people I don't like on the internet. That's pretty cool. Where do you do that at? <laughs> well, if they're real people, I do it on Cirrus. But if they're not real people... Sorry, Stuart, that makes you not real people. <laughs> I do it oh on Necrosirus. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no, no, it's quite all right. I don't consider myself a real person. Do please continue. <laughs> Wayne's been voicing him this entire time. <laughs> Wayne, when, Wayne. Wayne, when did you get There's good ventriloquism? Yeah. Uh, yesterday. Could so you please get your hand out of my ass? Thank you. <laughs> Wayne Actually, you know what? You know what? Put it back oh in. God. Like it. No. Oh my God. <laughs> I said, you said you liked the war. Fisting. Uh. Wayne, do you have anything exciting coming up this month? Oh, fuck yes, I do. Holy yes, shit. you do. Um, Starting tomorrow, it's finally happening. Metroid month begins uh, tomorrow at 1 p.m. EST. Uh, so I guess like 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific Pacific time. That's about right. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Um, 
Uh, I will have my, like, half-hour review of Metroid Prime going up at the same time as, finally, my my secret project that I've been keeping up to wraps for the past several months uh, will be going up at the exact same time. If you want to know what that is, I guess you'll have to watch it when it launches. And if you want to keep updated on that, just follow me on Twitter. I'll probably be sharing it, um, which is at Wayne's Boss on Twitter. I'm, oh my God, I'm so fucking excited. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's me. It's big, really, it's really big, cool stuff. You do not want to miss this. Go go to Wayne is Boss at YouTube.com. You really, it's, I'm excited, man. I, I'm so excited for you tomorrow. I'm so hyped. Are you, and let me ask you, are you doing like a premiere at all? Um, unfortunately not. I'm going to be at work tomorrow, sadly. Ah, um, all right. Yeah, I, so I, I haven't really get, had the uh, opportunity to enjoy like sitting down to watch a premiere because I heard to a premiere video because so many of my videos go up on days that I'm running the store. And so I'm just like, oh, but hey, that's that's where we're at right now. Um, but it'll be fine. It absolutely uh, would. And then, of course, uh, uh, every uh, all of the other Metroid Month videos will be going up on each consecutive Sunday leading up to my review of Metroid Dread on Halloween. Uh, this Metroid Prime video, uh, Metroid Prime 1 video, was originally going to go up this Sunday. However, I did move it up a day just so it could correspond with the other channel that I'm um, doing something with because they were in turn corresponding with another Metroid video that's going up tomorrow on one of their affiliates. So, yeah. Fair enough. Pop, what are you up to? Um, so I don't know if I can top the scares of last October where I got hacked, but um, we, we do have a, 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 a banquet of new festive fuckery for the Halloween season. <laughs> I'm going to be doing some costume tutorials on how to get your Halloween on and all that shit. And we're going to be doing a Tim Burton binge and we're going to be talking about the Burton movies and ranking them and all that good old halloween spooky time jazz so yeah uh come see me on my youtube and twitter all channel pop and yeah fuck off i guess i didn't premiere promote what i was gonna do i mean i am still working on my sonic colors video but uh i had to talk about venom too so i'm gonna be editing a video i already did the audio script everything else last night so i'm gonna work on that for the next couple hours and hopefully get it up uh mid-afternoon today so be sure you check out all this great stuff we're making for you guys, especially Stuart, who has like a million different fucking projects. I say there is one project. That can... stuff from... <laughs> There's one project I forgot to mention. I probably should have. Um, I am going to be having a couple of the Sunset City guys, starting with Wayne from our cast uh, on the Necosurus channel to have brief, like hour long discussions about games and franchises that we that we love a lot. The first episode in that series actually went up with Trey Nobles uh, talking about Sonic because we couldn't figure out anything else to talk about because neither of us have lives. I don't know what I'm going to talk about now. <laughs> I thought we, we already agreed. We already agreed with yours. Oh, yeah. What was it going to be again? I'm I'm buying you a copy of the first Resident Evil and we're going to. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, sick. Oh, this is going to be good. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for us. Uh, the sun is setting on this fucking conversation whatever the hell we say i don't remember thanks so much for hanging out with us and we will see you guys next week